Hello, I'm Jeremy Eden. I'm Dan Eden. I'm Mike Clapoff. And this is 90 Under 90. 90 movies. Under 90 minutes. Show clocking in at 88 minutes. We're talking about 2005's Yours, Mine, and Ours, directed by Raja Gosnell or Gosnell. Raja Ghoul. Raja Ghoul. <laughs> uh, not to be confused with the original Lucille Ball movie, which is. I, I didn't. <laughs> one of, if not my mother in law's all time favorite movie. They, I love my favorite scene is when they look at each other. He goes, he goes Yours? And she goes, uh, 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 Mine? And they look at each other, and they're both in unison. The they same go, time. "Ours, ours? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's got Henry Fonda too. This movie yeah. fucking sucks. <laughs> Mike comes out. <laughs> right the it's a co-production between like seventeen studios: uh, Paramount, MGM, Nickelodeon, yes. Columbia. And the marching band music at the beginning has this weird choreographed <laughs> sequence <laughs> of like. Like right when the beat hits, you get the MGM lion. Mm-hmm. It's it's very strangely choreographed. Mm-hmm. There, there's whistle music like that corresponds, and you think it's just like part of the soundtrack, and then they reveal that it's diegetic. Yeah, they this throw us real. right into this this motherfucker. We're jumping into it. I couldn't believe that this was a Nickelodeon movie at the beginning. I was like, oh, uh, but it's got Drake from Drake and Josh. Yeah, well, once I saw that. Mug than and, I was uh, like, uh, and yeah. Drake's Miranda, sister, Miranda Cosgrove from School of Rock. This whole movie and is one big cast of who gives a fuck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, it's like a bunch of nobody kids because like their schedules were open and they needed them all on set at once. Yeah, they all had summer hiatus. And they all get, and conservatively speaking, no, generously speaking, one line in this movie. You don't get my question right out of the gate is how is this movie under 90 minutes when the cast is rocking 20? Literally least? 20 because people. they assigned every single character one really really Dumb simple court. trait yeah and they rode that out the whole movie well yeah. I, mom i play the guitar see, see? oh so i everything you to every time you talk about a guitar you have to talk to me about it don't look at the camera i film everything <laughs> yeah this the, the, asian yeah, girl the what the fuck i mean just recording everything she's like fucking renee russo's daughter it's yeah. like chronicle man she's kind like, of it takes way too long for them camera. to explain that these kids are adopted anyway because the whole first like 15 minutes i'm like what is going on did you guys know this is based on a true story there are people who like, not according to the end credits all characters are fictional um, any similarity there was a beardsley in real oh, life oh yeah the the book who 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 gets the drumstick who gives a shit <laughs> who gets the big drum you know what like fuck you octomom fuck you john and k plus eight anybody who makes a career out of having a bunch of kids can go fuck themselves that's all i gotta say <laughs> I, I, that just totally sounded like a title that you would make up <laughs> Who gets the last Who drums? Gets the drum it sounds it sounds like an album from a mighty wind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there is a Frank Beardsley. He was in the Coast Guard, much like Dennis Quaid, the mm-hmm. lead of the the charming lead of this movie. Oh. If he was my fucking dad or stepdad, I'd fucking hate my life. I am convinced he is him and Harrison Ford are interchangeable. To That's me. funny because I kept <laughs> doing my impression at home and I kept saying to Katie, you know, my impressions are very similar, but here's my Dennis Quaid. And then down oh, here, this is my Harrison Ford. They're the same they person. They both belong in a museum. <laughs> uh, he sucks in this. Yeah, and his skin looks like London broil. I don't know if. <laughs> 
I don't know if it. I thought it was like. He's so not not fucking fillet, not sirloin. I thought it was like the color on my TV, but he looks like it's like rare meat. Like a steak. Which? Let me ask you this: Which Quaid would you rather be watching right now? Oh, Dennis. Randy. Do you guys see that video where he's like uh, pretending to fuck his wife uh, and he's wearing a Nixon mask and she's wearing a Nixon mask? No, but now I know what I'm doing with the U.S. government. Fuck the government. They're trying to kill us. He made like real a bunch of videos. Yeah, he went off the the rails. If you ask Dennis Quaid who Randy Quaid is, he'd probably be like, I don't don't know. He belongs in a museum. I don't know. (laughs) I'd like to change my answer to Randy Quaid. Yeah. That is the correct answer. It'd be a much more entertaining movie. Well, if he had probably gone, not child appropriate. I'm convinced that if he hadn't gone off the deep end, he would have played David Koechner's character. Mm. Randy Quaid as the. Yeah. Yeah. And it's good to see the Keck show up in this. Is that how you, it's Keckner? I don't know. I always Ketchner? say Keckner, Keckner, but Keckner. Yeah. Keckner, you said it. You texted us when you were watching it. What did you <laughs> say? I said, I said, <laughs> he, celebrities who despite being famous are definitely not rich and like <laughs> david keckner is on that list because he's like champ kind he's got so many credits but mm-hmm. so few of them are things that would make like a lasting like residual like he you know he's not making any money off of yours mine and ours his net days, worth you know? is only five million for his filmography and tv filmography and his line of work that's low for <laughs> the amount of work if you do the math hell, it's, it's a lot it's more a, than i have so. right, that's yeah. true if you do the math though it's a about at 1k a movie <laughs> that he's done in his life but uh good to see him in this he's funny uh renee russo should i tell my renee russo dream i had last night really quick sure <laughs> yeah please yes, here's what here's okay i'm in bed and it's my bed and she's laying next to me face to face we're kind of like you know Ew. cuddling it's intimate and uh in my dream even in my dream i have to make it clear because uh, sometimes women in my dreams get creeped out i have to say listen I was going to preface this by saying this has nothing to do with your looks, but, you know, like, I'm being totally honest here. I think you're really talented. <laughs> I think you're you're a really great actress. And she, like, she had this look on her face of pure, like, she was very flattered like, by no that. No one's ever actually she was very so honest by that. <laughs> and in the dream, it was nothing sexu- sexual. It was just me complimenting a woman in bed. Well, let's redo this with a much more sexual <laughs> twist to it. But I like, I like the when Russo. She's, when you say to her... <laughs> Uh, make With it more salacious. Now, will you autograph my DVD copy of Tin Cup? I knew you were going to drop a Tin Cup. <laughs> it's it's, it's tin one cover. of the old Warner Brother DVDs where the cover is cardboard and it's got like a clip on the side to the, hold it closed. The only thing I remember, I'm sure it's the only thing you guys remember, is when he makes that shot with in the, the like trailer. A, like a pool cue. With, with like at a, the end of yeah. his, his golf cup, oh, yeah. like a, his putter, like a pool cue that's, into the hole. That's the plot of Tin Cup. I'm like, I, I got to watch this movie. This guy. Plots on Wikipedia. And anyone who's into golf is like i gotta see how he gets away with that because that's an illegal <laughs> shot does he go renee russo i don't know i don't like renee russo oh she, she's, she's nightcrawler she's been in, she's lethal been in, weapon she has been in her 50s for 30 years <laughs> Ouch. no i mean it's i, I kind of hey, agree hey. she she's <laughs> i did the universal lick the finger and burn yeah sizzle you couldn't tell by the hey <laughs> Uh, I like Russo. I mean, I just she's never been in anything that where she was the one that stood out. Mm -hmm. Like Nightcrawler is a fantastic film, but I'm not thinking about she's good in it. Yeah, she plays her part okay, but get shorty. I'm not thinking about her. I'm thinking about the Travolta. Yeah, but how about be cool? (laughs) 
she's not in that. It's Uma she's Thurman. Not? Oh yeah, that is Uma Thurman. <laughs> just so that they're they could reunited get, at last. Yeah, just so that they could get her and John Travolta to dance together. That movie is sucks and it's oh, weird. It, it, yeah. Be cool. I actually really enjoy to make fun of. Yeah, like I will watch Chilly it once Paul. every couple of years just to make fun of it. Remember the scene where Carvey Keitel goes, "Hey, Chili, you're silly. Come that, see me." From, get, is that from Be Cool? Yeah, he's drinking a yeah, Jamba is, Juice. It? <laughs> <laughs> he's like a hippie. Oh yeah, it's Dennis Farina is the bad guy in the first one. Oh, Dennis right. Farina. Yeah. You fucking R.I.P. piece of shit. That's the best damn voice that I've ever heard in yeah. a film before. I will have to admit, though, the lesser of the two Unsolved Mysteries hosts. Oh, I, I oh God, stack yeah. all I the can't way. Do I the Farina. No, wait. No, it's Farina after Virginia Madsen. She hosted Unsolved she sure Mysteries. Did. She sure did. Why don't they have those on Amazon Prime? Know. They got the others. I like her, too. I wish I had a dream where I was laying in bed and I complimented her on her acting. <laughs> Maybe that'll happen tonight. <laughs> I do like Virginia Madsen. I like Madsen, her, too. Anyway. All right, so the the music, the whistling in this soundtrack is diegetic. We cut, and it's he's in his uniform, and he's he's rounding up all eighteen all the, of all his the no, no ten. He's, he's got eight, eight, right, right, eight of his kids, and he's rounding them up. They're double timing to like the front porch. This is a very militaristic operation that he treats like with his kids. No compassion, really, just sort of. Uh, are you? <laughs> I'm sorry. Jer's <laughs> laughing over here for I'm nothing. I'm laughing because no, because I can hear it in the headphones. Mike has this stern look on his face, and he's just like, breathing heavily. And I can hear the movie the just almost immediately pisses me off right from Jump Street. It's just so funny sounding because like dance, like talking. Are we going to hear the breathing on the? Yeah, it's the totally track. Cool. All right, when I'm not talking, I'll it, try yeah. to pull it away. When you're, you're you know, when you're uh, furious Sonny, breathing, I'm doing James Gandolfini breathing into the microphone. <laughs> Tony Soprano, ladies and gentlemen, Tony Soprano. Is here. Uh, so he, he's got these kids double timing. They sing, I don't know, but I've been told Coast Guard kids got lots of soul. Yeah. <laughs> In they don't seem like it because, my God, he sucked it all out of Katie's them. Katie's like, is it, this is Captain Von Trapp, but worse. Well, maybe not worse, but <laughs> this is like Captain Von Trapp. There's, he's got two twins. Yeah. And they argue over bunk beds because, you know, that happens that's what all happens the time. When you're, twins. when you're twins, you don't have uh, one identity. You have half of an identity. <laughs> yeah. That's what happens. Which so is completely defined by the other. Mm-hmm. See, they have way too many. I have an issue with child actors, and this mm-hmm. movie revolves around them pretty much. And the fact that filmmakers think that, first of all, they're terrible actors and then the filmmakers just use them for these cutesy lines yeah. there's a lot of movies where they have the token one of those this there's like eight yeah in this Having movie said that though one of the one of I don't even think it comes from one of the 18 kids, but like there's a kid in this movie that made me actually laugh out loud. There's two moments mm. in this movie that I laughed out yeah, loud. He was telling me that yesterday. And I, I told him that yesterday. I was like, and he was just like, well, not for me. Like, not, <laughs> didn't make me I, laugh. I need to know what those are because we'll, we'll I'm um, baffled right now. Yeah. He, uh, two. You know, it's they're all tropes with mouthpieces, every one of these fucking kids. And to be honest with you, Frank Beardsley, Dennis Quaid's DQ's character, and Rene Russo's, they're not really well-developed either. No, they're very, like, he's very much uh, a, a regimented naval yes. man, and she's very much, no structure, because yeah. that's what kids need. These Head in the are clouds, sitcom you know? characters. Yes, absolutely. Dharma yeah, and Greg. Dharma and Greg. <laughs> to be <Yes>. specific. <laughs> For you kids who love Dharma and Greg out there. Yeah. Uh, he makes them all speak to him like an admiral, like formally. Yeah, they refer to him as Admiral. 
One of the kids, he's kind of like the really precocious one. He's like his kind of ally. He goes like, sir, you do realize that we've moved 12 times uh, in my lifetime. Yeah, he's like the oldest kid. Yeah. And like, so therefore, he's been through it all. And Great record keeping. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, and he cuts off a piece of his face, puts it on a grill, and he serves it to his son <laughs> with some potatoes and bread. I it's mean, delicious. he looks, there should be blisters on this man's skin. He's perpetually sunburned. That's not a tan. Well, he's Something's in the Coast wrong. Guard. He just needs more uh, suntan lotion. Oh, man. Yeah. So he needs a larger brim on his hat. Here's two things. Give me one of the bigger hats. (laughs) Belongs in a museum. There's two things that happen before (laughs) sneak it in whenever you can. That was uh, that was a good rule of three there because that was, I think, the third time. Well, no, I do the rule of six. So expected three more times. I do the rule of like 12 and get kicked out of places. (laughs) Um, Here's two things to know about him before the movie even starts. One is they have moved 12 times so because he's in the Coast Guard. You know, Army families, yeah, they're brats, always, they're always moving, around. moving around. But also he has, and this does most of the heavy lifting with the relationship aspect of the movie between him and Russo. They have history together from high school. Yes. And the that, them were, were almost got married and if got you, right up to that point. As an audience think it's unrealistic that a couple picks up where they left off in high school at the age of 50 and 50 <laughs> respectively, uh, you're right. <laughs> because that's what this movie does. It like they, uh, more, I'm getting ahead of myself, but that's what, like there's no time in this movie. It, no, I was telling, I keep saying that, but I was telling Katie, uh, this movie is more like a photo album than a book because everything moves by at a clip's pace. Absolutely, I could not. It's all believe, visual gags. Like when they when when they announce to the families the next day, I was like, wait, what? When? How? Yeah, that it, happened already. Yeah, it's not even we're getting married. It's we got married. Like, we married. did it. We did it already. We did. We waited for the license and we did not tell you about it then. The, all the kids are taken aback by this. Um, there was one. There's one character that I. See, usually, even in this movie, it takes me a little bit of time to vehemently hate somebody. There's one character that I hated immediately. You know, kids have that effect on adults in it's, movies, too. It's, it's the blonde girl. She walks up the with The cheerleader? You know why? shipping for J. Crew. Because she's... Sound off, and she's like, three, four, and I'm like... Somebody punch her. All right, here's because the Because she's a magazine page. She's nah. as flimsy and like one-dimensional she's, as... She's, uh, she's introduced on her cell phone because that's what teenage girls do in these in things. In 2005, Where's my no phone? Less. And she comes in and she and he's like, who could you possibly be calling? We just moved. She's like, I'm calling J. Crew to let them know my shipping information. That's like... I'm calling the gap like the gap's not as cool anymore, but this is 2005 or whatever. So I get it. I'm calling Ann Taylor Loft. <laughs> I'm calling uh, I'm calling Filene's basement. Yeah. Uh, or some other one. That was calling cool. wet seal. Wet seal. That, we reference that a sun. lot on this show. <laughs> We're a wet seal show. It's not a brand deal, but you, you know take what? A moment wet seal. To, uh, no, uh, mention our sponsor, Wet Seal, yeah, for this week. Yeah. Wet Seal, the wettest. If you want, if you could find a wetter seal, just wet it. Uh, you can find a wet, uh, dry it off. <laughs> I was I gonna say maybe something that made no sense. I was gonna say if you could find a wetter seal, we're not in Kansas anymore. But it made no sense, <laughs> and I realized it made no sense. Um, he says something that pisses me off. Uh, and it's I'll, soon I'll be the he, one of his kids like kind of mouths off and he goes well I'll be the commandant of the commandant of the U.S. Coast Guard so don't piss me off yeah 
Fuck you, Dad. This is the this is the the swear word of the movie that's gonna make the little kids go, "Ooh, there's a swear word, and we're seeing it in a movie." I'm Don't you stern, feel like they do that friendly. in family movies? Yes. Anytime that there's like a, yeah. a, a mild swear word, like what, like um, kind of like in School of Rock, is it like when they give it to a girl, like a little kid or something? No, not even. I that. think but we should School play the of Rock show. That's a, thirteen. That's a completely separate thing. Where okay. You give the the. I'm sick of that too. Where you where give, you give a the ki- kid a swear? Yeah, the unless one yeah. you like have a really developed character and like that kid's gonna go through something. Don't mm-hmm. make a kid say the like do you, the problem is like they turn every kid into in movies like this and to like fucking ralph wiggum where he's just a non sequitur like mm. line delivery either system. that or they're the opposite they're like little max fishers from rushmore they're like super precocious yeah. and yeah. they know everything i will say that this movie maybe it was because of the presence of the cosgrove but i miranda cosgrove is that the who is miranda cosgrove she was girl? in school of rock no, oh, the, the saxophone. Yeah, okay, the yeah, yeah, yeah. This movie made me think of School of Rock. I don't think she played the saxophone, but no, but <laughs> you but, said no saxophone. Anyway, moving it on. Made, it made me wish I was watching that though. Yeah, I, I uh, actually just uh, last week before we watched yours, but I didn't even know she was in this. I said uh, we got to watch School of Rock. It's I like School of Rock again. a lot. Yeah, it's a good movie. Uh, way better than this. Yeah. Uh, they drive by. Okay, this is how a little connectivity. So we got to know his family, like a real hard ass stern. Now they drive by in their car on the suburban block, and we kind of like Robert Altman float camera over to the nearest house, and it's Rene Russo's house, and it's madness. This yeah. house is out of a cartoon. It's, it's it, like it a really it's like, purple, weird looking. Like it, it doesn't even look like a real. She's house. an artist. It's a girly version of the Delta House from Animal House. It, man, it's oh, it totally <laughs> is. A mannequin throwing flies mannequins out the window. Sorry to steal that. Yeah, yeah. no, it's okay. Um, yeah, there's a lot of shit going on in this house. She has, uh, she has more, two more kids than Dennis Quaid, uh, and they're all artists, like in some way. You'd think there'd be like one or two who says, "Fuck this, I want to be an accountant." Yeah, that's usually how it goes. In not, these not days. a single one of these kids appears to be doing or dealing drugs at, at all. Too. <laughs> that's the other thing. There's gonna be one drug dealer and or taker course, in this whole group. Of course, they have the trope character, the classic. Young boy who's clearly gay but doesn't know what gay is yet. Mm, he's very flamboyant, and he helps her. Renee Russo it makes purses, handbags. She has a home studio, and it's really taking off. Jerry O'Connell's like her business agent or something. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. believe that his ass was in this movie. He, I was like, he's, he's his just cute there. little ass. His, this was I like, like Jerry O'Connell. He's, he's great. <laughs> he was, and he was like, he's I don't a know, man crush. In 2005, where was he in his career? Like Tomcats was 2001, so this is four years out of Tomcats. <laughs> for Tomcats. This is like, you know what? Mm. You were part of that atrocious he did mess. That, so that you're going to do this movie. That movie that I always walk by that was straight to video buying the cow with Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. You ever see that? Oh with Alyssa Milano. The background's I... tie-dye. <laughs> <laughs> They're like really cool. Looking hot. <laughs> buying the cow. I haven't thought about that. <laughs> that that's cow. from another lifetime. This is, this is what kids are missing out on, is going to the video store and seeing that one stupid cover that you always walk Who by for the years. the potato salad? I mean, if they uh, take the How I Got Into scroll. College, it's that close up of the guy's face, like, pulling out his hair. When do we eat <laughs> my big, fat Jewish <laughs> Seder with Michael Lerner? Those are when we were working at Blockbuster. Yeah. But uh, Ferris Bueller was one of those. Our dad would take his, like, we should watch this. It's really good. And it's just fucking Matthew Broderick's just, mug just his face. fucking mug right in I'm the like fuck this movie watch this movie oh yeah it's like last it's the reason I've never seen Last Action Hero cuz the cover uh, of that it's good 
The Shane car Black is co-worker. literally just an explosion, and Arnold They're Schwarzenegger holding a gun. But that, like, what the it, DVD cover? That movie gets by on its tropiness. But anyway, uh, but but it's so. Have you seen like the DVD? It's so yeah, bland. Yeah. It's, oh, not the DVD, but the poster where it's like no, 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 painted no, no. art. The DVD is literally just a shot of Arnold Schwarzenegger's oh, okay. face, yeah, him yeah. holding a gun, uh-huh. and and a an explosion, a non-specific. That's all you need, expl- man. That's <laughs> all you need. Coming soon to 90 under 90, perhaps Commando, which oh, is yeah, under that's 90 on the list. Minutes. It's Arnold. like how every Tom Cruise movie is just his face, a profile <laughs> shot. I was going to write a thesis on that. <laughs> I know you were. <laughs> I remember that. The side profile. Uh, I wrote it on if you, he has a good on side. my blog. I wrote a little funny theory. It's that he wants to subconsciously convince everybody that he's worthy of being a president on currency. So he shows the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the side of his face to everybody on his uh, covers. But anyway, We're going to bring back the $2 bill, and it's going to be... Tom Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. On his side, though, not Tom uh, Twos. <laughs> Tom Twos, yes. Very God. good. That uh, was terrible. So at Renee's, she's got a bunch of free spirit kids. She's got the oldest girl, the guitar girl. She looks like she's like 25. She like, And then Dennis Quaid's son looks like he's yeah. 25. He, the he, class president yeah, guy. He's, he's pushing 30. That These kid. guys yeah. are, you remember like Fast Times? What, the, you know, uh, yeah. Mike Damone. Yeah. We got a couple Damones oh, in yeah. this movie. <laughs> 48 years old. Listen, if you got some prune juice for the old shoot. <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, so she's a free spirit. So are kids. You got a video artist daughter. You got Jerry O'Connell. He's like on the phone with her, and you know how this always goes in comedies. They're like one. The agent's always like in the middle of a really busy scene, and like yeah. they're getting distracted. It's like, well, I don't know what you. T- it's like Ari Gold on Entourage. He's walk walking through a hallway. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you, man. You got to make this deal. You got to close it by next week. They're, and it's they're like just you. going to the other fucking room, man. Like go get away from all the goddamn kids. You know that she has ten children. <laughs> Like you're gonna do business in her kitchen. Yeah, I don't know. If you, yeah, um, I, I don't. Yeah, uh, Drake. Drake <laughs> from Drake and Josh is, shows up. He's painting the roses and calling it art. He's like a little graffiti tagger. That's his whole thing. Yeah, um, and that one kid's like, in order for it to be art, you gotta have talent. Not to be racist, but he's black, you know, and that's what he sounded oh, like. Yeah, the he one said. black kid in the movie. She, yeah. Okay, so she ad- she adopts. Uh, like, I think six of them she, are biological. Yeah, no, four of them are her and her yeah. hu- ex-husbands, and then they adopted six because she originally she was a foster. They were foster parents, and then they just decided to adopt all of them. Like that phase in our mom's life where she just kept every single cat that came yeah. in that she was fostering. But that which was, was disturbing. It was disturbing and fun. Uh, it's a semi-believable setup. I can get that. Like, mm-hmm. but what the the thing is, like in the original movie, it wasn't yeah, they, like they, they were biological. On oh, both were sides. they? Okay. So it's like clearly they just like, well, we need to culture this up. Diversity. Yeah. So we're going to have one black production. kid. Mm-hmm. And then because we already wrote the really shitty rap, we're going to have uh, two girls from New Delhi. The rest of them are all a bunch of fucking white. People. Oh, yeah. The Asian New Delhi thing. At oh, the yeah, soccer the Asian game. Game. oh, yeah. So Nau- I guess it's a little more Nauka, diverse than that. Naoka, whatever. Oh, and then the flamboyant kid is also Asian. He's American. Asian, too. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I. I they're just a bunch of stupid it, little did, faces. Ew, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> Says Father Jeremy Eden. It's just well, a my kid rainbow. Isn't an actor <laughs> um, in a movie. Maybe one day. No. No? Not unless I, I say. I forbid you. Not son. unless I say, yeah, this kid is good. All Are right. you going to be a stage dad? No. I'm like, not unless the kid is good. And then I'm going to be. I, I would to, love to see. I have no, to I document wouldn't. it if that's the case. <laughs> I'm going to be the worst. I'm going to make sure that he's up and he's. I don't know what to smile, say. Smile, 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 smile. Show your teeth. Show your teeth. Listen, I have a way to make him cry. <laughs> <laughs> you 
recital over to the director. His, his, first, his first play in kindergarten, hey, listen. you're just like front and center, and you just have your arms crossed glaring at him the whole time. And I'm like mouthing the words in the audience. I made it. this picture. It's... Uh, <laughs> A couple years ago, it's me in heavy makeup. It's me dead. <laughs> you give us to a PA, hand it to the sun. I'll Say, hide in the corner and watch. And that's how we get him to cry. Tell him his mother lost her head. <laughs> Jesus. You're like, Hereditary. You're like holding his sun. pet hamster like by the neck and like just like try try screwing up a line and see what happens. Jack, oh, Jack, Christ. do you want me to kill the cat? Do you want me to kill the cat when we get home? Mm. Let's see if it could swim in a barrel with a lid. Uh, <laughs> so we intercut here between Russo and now the Keck. David yeah. Keckner shows up. He's in the Coast Guard as well. He's, he's a schlub, kind of average. He's, he's your average buddy of the main guy. He's you know? David wow. Keckner. Listen, yeah, he, you know uh, he has one note. Thing that yeah, the old most of the time. I always picture when I think of his performance, him straightening his belt a little bit when he walks up. <laughs> Listen, uh, that's his I was thing. wondering if. Uh, you want an uh, half the extract? Time, we need money for those plates for the charity. Literally, literally half of his roles are the neighbor of somebody else. <laughs> like that. Like if you look at his filmography, whether like, in work or in life, yeah. in the verbs or something. If they're, dude, super fun. What was our restaurant that play we did in high school? Super happy fun burger. Yeah, Su- yeah. Super he would have been Richard. The, everybody yeah. gets that. Yeah, if that was a he movie, played that. Yeah. That's yeah. Like Richard, of course, is the manager of Super Happy Burger in the sketch. That we did Super when Happy we were Burger. in high school. Everybody knows this. Everybody does. They've seen it. It's very well known. Yeah. So I, I'm glad that I'm referencing <laughs> something everyone can relate to. Yeah. So he shows up uh, to do some barking. Bark, bark, bark. And that's classic <laughs> character. Dude, just give me a little. Because he brings his kid, remember? Right. And he's all like, are you going to be a little. Like, he has a nickname for him. He's like, he call, we call Frank, like, the mad, mad dog. dog. Are you going to be a mad dog? Give me a little bark. Bark, 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 bark to the kid. <laughs> and the kid just stands there. This Kids d- love it when I bark, so I like to do it in movies. Yeah, that wasn't me. scripted. I, I guarantee you that was just David Koechner being, I'm going to add a little spice Can to I this Can I do scene. one for me? Yeah. Let me, just, let me just do one. But that's why we hired you, David. Um, great, great. Three minutes. This I'm is out. this is the only part of the movie I like that I laughed at, and it pays. It it's a, oh. it pays off. Okay, it's a little I, slow burn. I here. admit, I really actually like this. So Keckner asks DQ if he's dating anybody, and he says, "Well, I know I'm too busy. I uh, belongs in a museum. I'm a Coast Guard guy. Uh, my my skin is London broil." They serve me at Fogo to Shao in Chicago all the time <laughs> on all you can eat. And uh, Keckner goes, well, I got this special lady that I want to set you up. Well, she's too good for me. So maybe you can hit it off with her on and a we're date. We're thinking maybe it's Helen. Maybe it's like Renee Russo. Yeah. They certainly yeah. set it up with the intercutting like that. Like, yeah, I was like, mm-hmm. oh, when so they did the reveal. Keep that in mind. When he goes on that date. So next scene, DQ, he's tucking his kids in. Twi- twins are sleeping. Tucking his shirt back in, <laughs> fiddling with his belt. Mm, this is a great part. Uh, he, The twins are sleeping head to toe. Uh, yeah. He's in his empty bed. Cut to Russo. She's crying at like nothing on TV in her empty bed. 
Her yeah. kid sees it and goes, oh, she needs to get laid. It's literally. It's <laughs> like, boy, aren't our, b- both families, essentially, the kids are like, boy, aren't our parents really sad sacks? Like, fuck. They blame She's it on hormones. literally watching a scene from a movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the movie, if it's a famous movie. What if it was me? one of her own movies? But <laughs> it was like, like I used weapon. to be young oh, and been better movies. A woman getting swept off her feet by a man yeah. in a Coast Guard uniform. Oh. Well, that's oh, it was, the uh, scene. Was that it? an officer and a gentleman. Was it really? Oh, yeah, okay. that's what she was watching. Oh, that makes sense. It's like a little wink, wink, ha, ha, ha. Uh, and the then ki- the little kids are watching her. It's like, must be hormones. Must be hormones. Just, you know. She on. needs to get fucked. <laughs> like, real this bad. This script is 80% Mom throwaway dick. lines. Yeah. yeah, it really is. And they're not funny. Like, they, you know what? They feel like placeholder lines, a lot yeah. of these lines. Yeah. We'll, we'll fix it later. Maybe the kid will come up with something better. Yeah. We were really hoping that the kid will Fingers crossed Drake's got something for <laughs> us. God. All right, guys. Check this out. Um, so. Uh, working hard or hardly working? Uh, <laughs> he doesn't say that. <laughs> but next morning, kids go to school. Russo gets the invite to her high school reunion. It's a cruise, which is like, who does that? Like, wow. rich elitist high schools, maybe. Yeah, because... Yeah, because she gets that that invite, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she's like maybe, mm, maybe, and then I don't and then know. like there are little allusions that she has a history with DQ. I believe she looks at a picture of uh, the yearbook, or DQ does. He's flipping through the yearbook and he sees his prom photo of him, a young him, and Russo, mm-hmm. and uh, they were B- before a she was fifty. Yeah. <laughs> well, she was 49 Thir- yeah. in high school. Yeah, yeah. 30 years ago before she was 50. <laughs> yeah. Renee Bruce is the real-life Sally O'Malley. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> There's a chestnut Her- for you. That I'm belo- 50 that- years old. That joke that belongs joke. in a museum. <laughs> 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 Fucking Molly Shannon. Oh, God. Let's uh, move on. Superstar. <laughs> Listen to that one. Uh, Quaid's kids go to the first day of school. They're nervous. At uh, Russo's house, the kids are bouncing on balls, like those little sit balls. (laughs) That was an immature laugh on my part. That's okay. And then she says, um, uh, this is Russo's big line. This is her character defining line. She says it twice in this movie. She says, homes are for free expression, not for good impressions. Yeah. That's her thing. That's her philosophy on life. Well. And then a watermelon falls down the stairs. Well, good thing you have like fucking 10 kids to clean up because you're certainly just like "Mm, shrug it off and then walk out of the room. But uh, who has the housekeeper? Is it her with um, uh, Linda Hunt? Oh, Mrs. Munyon. Linda Hunt. This character is so bizarre. Real life Edna Mode plays uh, the housekeeper. (laughs) That's for you Incredibles fans. (laughs) Uh, and she is like, she's a wrestling fan. We get to know her a little she's bit in this movie. She's an alcoholic and a wrestling fan. Yeah. yeah. And she's got a little sexuality this about her. This is the weirdest character and it makes no sense. And I, I, she's just kind of there. Well, it's not really explained that she's a housekeeper mm-hmm. at first. She, yeah. He's just pulling the kids. You know how developed into the house. He's just pulling the kids into the house. Yeah. And, um, He's like, what do you think, Mrs. Munion? She's like, oh, Connecticut is head lice. And it's like, who the hell is this? Head lice. I love that line in this movie. Connecticut is head lice. Um, so Quaid, DQ, goes on a date. And uh, his, the date he's on can't stop mentioning her ex. 
And then it's like it's yeah. Not, this was this was the reveal of yeah. Like, it's it's not Rene Russo that he's on a date with. And but I was like, what? Two reveals. One is that what? It, it's not Russo, but also <laughs> what? Um, who's this? Her ex that she keeps talking about is David Koechner, <laughs> who he set her up it's with. Kind of funny. It's weird. Yeah. It's very weird. Well, I honestly, and I love I, it. I had to rewind a bit because she keeps talking about Daryl, and I didn't catch at first that mm-hmm. David Koechner's name was Daryl. It's moments later where he so I just pictured her dating yeah. um <laughs> Craig like, Robinson no <laughs> from the office <laughs> no well I'll tell you about um, Bill Ford's back here um I forgot his name from Walking Dead oh uh, Rick Grimes no the Daryl Daryl Dixon yeah Darryl oh Dixon. yeah yeah What's from his, uh, oh, Boondocks what is Norman name? Reedus Norman Reedus <laughs> if she's on a date with Norman Reedus she's not going on a second it's date with anyone Darryl. else she's marrying Daryl <laughs> I'm Daryl hey hey I got a crossbow I'm Daryl <laughs> We love you, Norman. <laughs> Norman is cool. He seems too cool for me. Uh, so, anyway, uh, where are we? Keckner's so, X. It's a hilarious. It's my one of my only favorite parts of this movie is the fact that he set her up with his ex. Yeah. And she's, <laughs> why, why is he so fuck her why for is a he little so while? Desperate I'm really into cuckold porn, so <laughs> I just thought, I'd yeah, maybe well, if I could just sit in the corner and just kind of jack he's it a little so bit. Into it, it's almost like. It's almost like it's something Whammy. that he, oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he needs it to happen. He's like, oh, come on. He's like chasing him down about I was, it. She's got a weird masculine energy to her. She Like when she goes to the bathroom, she says she's going to hit the head, which mm-hmm. is like, you can't even do that. I got to shake a little dew off the daisy. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> Stay but, golden, pony boy. Um. Here, should I say this? You can cut this out. But we were talking about cuck porn, and I, I always, every time I think of cuck porn, I think of this one that I watched that's so funny. Because Is it in your regular rotation? No, it's not. Oh, uh, it's this scene, okay? And it's your typical setup: the wife and the like husband are like being interviewed on a couch by the guy with the camera. Uh-huh. Like, so you guys ever do this before? <laughs> like, yeah. Just <laughs> <laughs> now, but I've always wanted to. The husband's like, "Oh yeah, I'd love to see this." But like, then they bring in a model who's like comes out of like a side hatch, and he's already got a boner, <laughs> and he starts fucking her. But here's the funny part that I la- I love in this particular one. She starts sucking his dick. Okay, cool. The husband's into it. He's kind of rubbing like over his pants, and then sh- they start fucking like penetrative sex. Yeah, and then the, the husband he goes. Ah. You said you were only going to suck his dick. <laughs> he's jealous in a staged cuck porn. <laughs> who, who, which producer set this up? <laughs> you said you were only going to give him a blowjob, honey. Does it God damn it. Right there. And they finish. And then at the end, I don't, because I finished and I turn it off. Because you don't watch to the end. I'm picturing in my head that he says but. that line and then it just cuts to a long deep with color bars. <laughs> 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 no, I picture him getting up, throwing his hands up in the air and saying, fuck this, and leaving. But no, I think it finishes. <laughs> so anyway, that's my, I always think of that. But um, anyway, we see, going back to the movie, we see Rene Russo with Jerry O'Connell, and they're talking, uh, um, oh, I'm sorry, uh, my notes are a little fucked. At the restaurant, yeah, it's he here re- he, that... He crosses paths with Rene mm-hmm. Russo, just Rene, happenstance. Yeah. She's so clumsy. She knocks something over, doesn't she, across the, the room. What, did you get distracted by his good behavior medal? Or... Hey, walk much? Anyone want to get married? <laughs> <laughs> and Jerry O'Connell, in that moment, too, is is like oddly like, you're not dating 
her so like and he's, he's like very well, clingy he's, I, and he's yeah. very jealous too like well would you get you know distracted i by didn't him? get that by it too much like that's actually just, an interesting he's just saying point. hey you checking out that beefcake who looks like london broil over there <laughs> that's all <laughs> did you see that you checking out that leather face over there <laughs> that that avocado uh, <laughs> the red avocado um but it, though, that would have been an interesting plot point if jerry o'connell got jealous and it became would have loved that because yeah. they would've almost it. set it up like that mm-hmm. but it goes nowhere jerry o'connell just stays o'connell. jerry o'connell yeah he I, doesn't even seem that jealous guys, like midway through do you guys and this is why i keep asking like how why is this under 90 minutes because there's room for that there's definitely room for more development between dq and russo and i know we're not even there yet we're just scratching the surface here but how is this under ninety? Well, there's a because point it's a kids movie and no yeah. kid no one cares, cares about any of that. They don't need the. Do you think there's a longer one with O'Connell? Like maybe like try cut just the kept grown up and get down. Yeah, the ultimate cut like <laughs> like, like Snyder like they yeah. did with Watchmen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like three and four hours. hours. It's yeah. got, and you got to watch it with Tales for, of the Black Freighter, the animated. Yes, and they, they, and they intersplace original footage from the from the '68 film into this one, so it's really confusing. <laughs> um, Henry Fonda has one line. DQ as the next, but uh, uh, something that <laughs> that'd be good. Be weird. Um, there is a point in this movie that I'll point out where the plot could have taken a total turn, mm-hmm. and it could have turned into a whole different movie, and it would have been the better for it. I'll point it out. Okay, so stay tuned for that. Okay, O'Connell <laughs> Russo up. restaurant Quaid. Like they connect, and obviously there's a connection. Yeah. They used to date in high school. She walks away though. Later that night, he Googles her. It's 2005. Yeah. It's, this it, internet it's, is easy. Yeah, Google is. Uh, <laughs> That's what he. I says. know. Sarcastically, <laughs> Google is fresh this year. Like he, it's it's pretty much. What new. is this goggle? All right, Google. I'll, I'll goggle her. You got sixteen thousand results. I've oh. never. Uh, and then he says, sarcastic, yeah, the internet's so easy. The internet is easy, Mike. You fucking go to see you archaic old fossil. Just stay there. And that's his plan, basically. That's a joke for like 98 when the internet's still relatively new. This mm-hmm. was 2005. Yeah. Yeah. That's. But he's been on the seas, so he doesn't see it. He's, he's been, been, been in a museum for too long. I'm I've stealing your. <laughs> that's sorry, okay. I'm stealing your thunder. Whenever you want to chime in with it, it belongs in a museum. <laughs> So uh, then it's like uh, he just fucking crosses paths with her again. There's no mm-hmm. like we just because they needed. He needs to purposely run into her again. Yeah. Um. He, he goes. She goes through the yearbook. Like I said, Quaid confronts Keck about the ex finally in the yeah. date. He's like, well, you set me up with your fucking ex-wife. Oh, yeah. She what mentioned this? that. What'd you ask for reference? What is this? Uh, random hearts with me, Harrison Ford. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he says, well, I just thought you might hit it off. He says, though, he's like, well, why'd you find that? He acts like surprised that he found out. Yeah. He's like, would you ask her for references? And I'm like, That's why are you surprised that that was going to come up at some point? You got what it. did you think was going to happen? You got a Hummer from the tranny, didn't you? <laughs> um, he says he ran into Helen. That's Russo. But he thinks she's married. And I think she, she had. Thinks- a, I don't know. She had a ring. So I guess rings mean married all uh, the time. Jewelry, marriage. marriage. I don't know. I've been out to sea for so long. You Google and then the you Googled another man's wife because yeah. they think that she's married. What does that mean? Yeah. And we're something dirty. And we're laughing. Uh, we're, I'm just laughing. Uh, I'm, I'm sipping iced tea and I'm laughing. 
you know? I'm sipping iced tea when I'm watching this movie, and let me tell you something. My TV screen is sticky now because I was spitting it out every three seconds. Oh, this movie, spit take, spit take, spit take. <laughs> knee slap, knee slap, knee slap, spit take, spit take. Oh, the dizzies, so good. Um, at the high school reunion cruise, uh, he quote unquote runs into yes, and Russo. I have to, I have to point something out. Now that he I'm... thinks she's married still, which is weird. Yeah. <laughs> I am ashamed to admit how much I love this song. This song that they play right back where we started from is the perfect oh, cutting to. Right it's the perfect right let's cut to a party song because right every time I hear that song, I involuntarily start like yeah. tapping my feet and almost dancing. I like this song more than I have any right to. We gotta get around. Right a song is if you like a song, man. It's a catchy around. song. It's fine. You could like a song and <laughs> it's not <laughs> the moral of this episode. You could like Guys, a song. Guys, if you could take anything from this, it's you can like you a can song. You can like a song. Uh Guitar Curl taught us that. Yeah. Um, they see each other on the cruise, they share a nice smile. They on the at night he he tells her his wife's dead. I killed her. I drowned her <laughs> at sea. Buried her. Um Oh, Jared's trying to pull up the song. I don't think we can pull it up. That didn't show up on the microphone, but Jared clearly tried to pull up the song. Or maybe his Siri was activated when we started singing. We gotta get right Someone, back to where we started from. Siri wanted to get in on this conversation. Yours, mine, and ours is a great film. I love Dennis Quaid. His face does not look like London Royal. Hey, I go with the British Siri. Okay? Oh, I do Irish. There's an Irish one on this. Hey, like, Michael, let's go out for a couple of beers. I can't seem to find your location at the moment. <laughs> oh, fuck it. The DVD you want is already purchased by somebody else. I didn't hold it long enough. Sorry. So then they decide Siri, to get married based on nothing. Them. They're just jealous. <laughs> <laughs> they, um, they, yeah, okay. Uh, they dance on the dance floor together. They tell each other how many kids they have, and they just start cracking up. Oh, my God. We have way too many to handle. I couldn't wear any protection. You didn't, guys didn't. Uh, adoption. <laughs> Yours. Mine. Mine. Ours. Ours. <laughs> Her husband has died. And then <laughs> Jesus, and he's he's like he oh, killed him. It's okay, my wife's dead too. Like, and they laugh. but it's a kids' movie, so we're not gonna dwell on any of this. And this is one of those moments where like the respective individual says that their spouse died, and the other person is trying really hard not to be like, "That's great, that's it's awesome." Great. I thought you were married. And I I wanted to quote unquote uh, run into you here. I wanted to do more than Google you. Yeah, I wanted to uh, uh, Marion. It uh, belongs in a museum. <laughs> so, they tell each other she had four adopted six. They laugh hysterically like crazy people. We cut now, and yeah. it's DQ telling his kids he asked her to marry him. Mm. They're like, no, no, they got married. What? It's no. done. No, he, he asked her, right? Because no. we intercut with Russo telling her kids, and then the next scene is them all moving into that lighthouse. The whole thing is you got married? Like, yeah. yeah, okay. They yeah. got they, married. They got married. They straight Again. up went and got so right. married. So he no, asked literally, him, and they got married. The only thing that could have happened when there had to have been a scene of this is like they go to the captain of that cruise ship, and they're like, we need to get married right up on the front right now. <laughs> Commandant. And then, Ooh, ri yeah, little Rip Torn later. Oh, oh yeah, that wasn't even my Rip Torn. But oh well, th that's if Dennis Quaid just got a little more gristled. Oh. <laughs> turn it gets a little more crusty. There should have been a scene where Rip Torn grabs him. He's like, you know, this is gonna be you in about thirty years. <laughs> Look at that. Look at that mirror. What do I see? I see myself and the younger me. 
And then he walks away and goes, bye bye. Bye bye. bye. <laughs> like <a> dodgeball. <laughs> you got to still dip. waiting for that Dodge. to happen at the Oscars. Yeah. At the Oscars. Uh, we inter- yeah, at the in memoriam when Rip Torn dies. We hope we hope it's we're, the scene from hoping. Dodgeball when his character Lucky says bye bye. But I want it the last but clip. It has to be the last clip so the music the is music swells. Bye bye. And then it fades out. Ladies and gentlemen, Jennifer Lawrence and Chris Pratt. You know, cinematography is really important Shut these up, days. Chris. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you guys see Jurassic World? No. Wasn't it good? <laughs> you didn't like it? Did you guys enjoy Fallen Kingdom? Because I know the reviews were mediocre, but I heard that people <laughs> liked does it. does he sound like Seinfeld? <laughs> What's the deal with Jurassic Park Fallen Kingdom? <laughs> Bryce Dallas Howard, an Indoraptor. It's got the DNA of a cuttlefish. <laughs> ah! um, yeah, so yours, mine, and ours. Oh, I hear babies. They're in the hallway. Um. Okay, yeah, they, they got married. Kids are crazy, and they have like a little bit thing at Russo's house where they have a talking stick. Yeah. They pass it around. Because there's way too many fucking kids, so you have to let everybody <laughs> have a moment to talk and pass around a stick. Yeah, and you, get, you know, somebody every week is eating an end piece of bread, and I hate end pieces. Do you like the heel? Yeah, you know what I like to do? I like to use the heel to triple deck my sandwiches like a big Mac. Like a big in the middle. <laughs> That's not bad. <laughs> Turn into like a monster. <laughs> I like to do that with a big Mac. I like to triple deck my sandwiches like a I didn't get bread. <laughs> Sounds like Larry David. A little uh, gabagool, a little uh, uh, provolone. I like did a little bit of the provolone in there. <laughs> I can't help you. Um, they all move... So they move in together at a lighthouse. And my thing is, they restore this pretty quickly, like move-in condition. What's the end game of this movie? And I was asking Katie that. She said, I guess it's to make it work. I think the more concrete thing is to make the lighthouse sustain to the end of the movie. And then when she finally lights it, spoilers for him, it, it has more impact. Yeah. That's the no, yeah. That's Give them the, goals. That's you know? the idea. Well, yeah, he's certainly like you look at the fucking chore chart and they're like. I guess they are doing that in they're, this movie. They're, they're it's renovating just they're not dwelling this house. on it very much. They are. No. This whole thing, he's putting though, children it's... on insulation where there could be fucking. <laughs> no, there's gonna be. <laughs> you're gonna breathe in some asbestos. That's okay though. That's this, fine. This it puts hair on your chest. Whole thing. This lighthouse though. belongs in a museum. <laughs> it does. This lighthouse could be a museum. They. <laughs> they <laughs> <laughs> guys, that's not particularly funny. I just thought the timing was good. <laughs> they, uh, they. Th- th- here's the thing: the kids at the beginning are complaining about moving too much, and at first I'm just like, "I'll buck up, just yeah. deal with it." And then I realize, like a month later, they're moving again. I'm like, "Oh, this shit. guy is unstable. <laughs> this is <laughs> really not unstable. Healthy. This is not good for my life. I any friends, no. you know." Uh, Mrs. Munyon, yeah. Where are we gonna live? A lighthouse. And this is I write <laughs> a lighthouse. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Why do you put it so bluntly? It's, it's, it's Pointedly, a lighthouse. a lighthouse. Any other questions? <laughs> where does this belong? A museum. It could be anything. They're like, where are we gonna live? A volcano. <laughs> Anyway, I'm going to work. Just as stupid. <laughs> Look after each other for a week. Oh, anyway, I'm shipping out. <laughs> it's crazy what he does in this movie. He he ditches them later. Uh, he, multiple times. <laughs> Mrs. Munyon, I write question mark in parentheses because they really don't formally introduce her. This is her introduction. Yeah. She's there to make a great smells joke about the lighthouse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She says it's it smells like it's fucking got a certain smells like cunts. 
she says. <laughs> Dennis Quaid gives her a double take and goes, You're thinking of the ultimate cut, bro. Jesus. He doesn't say that? She doesn't say that? What does she say? I don't think so. Paprika and wet dog. Oh, yeah. I See, thought, and this cunts. is all without notes, <laughs> For some bro. reason. Yeah, you're right. Mike didn't take notes. I have nine pages here. I said I was doing the heavy lifting. Oh, God. DQ Quaid. Yeah. Uh, to the layman. Shows a uh, color-coded bathroom schedule, and all the Russo's kids go, ha! This fucking idiot. <laughs> we piss when we have to piss, and we shit when we have to shit. <laughs> Spray paint, he says, fuck, he sprays fuck you on yeah. the wall. <laughs> no, he does. No, and the 30-year-old kid's like, you, that's vandalism. Hey, that's just, vandal- I can arrest you. I'm a cop. <laughs> <laughs> the drink. He looks like somebody I'd see on live PD. All <laughs> yeah. right, so this town's pretty quiet usually, but <laughs> every once in a while. Yeah, I'm on it. We got a domestic violence call. Uh, these usually my lighthouse. <laughs> you belong in a museum. You belong in a museum. Yeah. Later we learn that Dennis Quaid spanks his kids, and he's totally cool yes. with it. A little pat on the butt that every is, now and then. This what? is 14 years ago. Um, it's still too late for that. Like. People were over spanking by that point. I yeah, agree. That, that, I that, agree. That disciplinary style belongs in a museum. <laughs> Drake spray paints. Someone on the li- online is like, you know, that's not a Dennis Quaid line, right? Like, why do they keep saying that? <laughs> yeah, but if you were listening, someone else chimes in. Yeah. A real defender for us. Yeah, thank And it's God me with a different name. Yeah, if you were listening. <laughs> you know, I would love if podcasts had comments like YouTube because that would be so entertaining. They do, they do on, the, on iTunes. On our, what? On Go to iTunes. iTunes, and iTunes I don't read. Ours? Page. I don't read ours, what? but uh, no, I mean we don't have any on. Oh, we're not even popular enough for bad comments, but uh, big, uh, yeah. <laughs> I will say we're popular enough for an autofill because I was looking up ninety under and it popped up as a result. I I won't be satisfied until I start googling Don Bluth and then sexuality <laughs> fills in right after it. Um, Drake, you guys like the Drake? No, no, I love the Drake. No, he's got That's a, a Seinfeld reference. Oh, uh, there he's you got go. A goofy face. I hate the Drake. The Drake. the Drake. So he's what he does though. Kids got balls. He he's in the room with the thirty-five-year-old boy. They share a room. Yeah, and he just gets up on his bed and starts spray painting the wall. <laughs> and he's like, "What are you doing?" And he's all like, "It's called decorating." You know what? They should have put those like digit digitized sunglasses and hat and like the the like fake joint in his mouth. You know what they do for those memes uh, where they make people look like gangsters? Like they yeah, have those yeah, fake yeah, yeah. sunglasses. Uh-huh. And then it should have said "ruthless," and then like just the movie should have. That's all. Ruthless. The end. Yeah, it needed more flashy graphics. This movie. <laughs> That's what is lacked. It was a little like John Tronny kind of. Exactly. Movie it's a Nickelodeon movie. At least have stick stickly pop up. At some point, to oh. do, like to just entertain us, <gasps> or face, or face, I, face here. We got a half and half room decor with Guitar Girl in the other. It's right down the middle. You've seen this before. Uh, we do not mm. blend well. Mm-mm. We made a little sitcom about it called Three Guys One Room. Yeah, it happens. It. Pig, there's a pig just to really, add some color. It's a yeah. legitimately funny show. Just saying, you guys <laughs> should watch. Thank you. I love it. That he. I didn't say it. He did. Yeah. Um, pig eats a cell phone. There's a pig, a potbelly pig, kind of yeah. running around. Is that a potbelly pig, know. or is that it's just that's just a, just a pig? Usually, that's a full grown. The only ones you're supposed to keep in a house are potbellies. You're so. some, yeah, but how, homes are for free expression, <laughs> not good impressions. And they, he pulls a Jurassic Park three. He swallows a cell phone, and it rings in his stomach. <laughs> yeah. And William H Macy goes Kirby Paint and Tile Plus. The the plus stands for bathroom fixtures. 
And then they go, <laughs> no, nothing, <laughs> nothing. Yeah, I, 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 it took too long for me to remember that that was a reference because it's been so it's long since I watched JP three. I like JP three. Uh, Do you really? Go on it's record. Tight. Yeah, it, uh, for, for you know, it was almost. I, it's been a it almost long qualifies. Time. Almost for qualifies. This. When yeah. we get into wow. our Patreon years, yeah, and we get to increase our our uh, ninety five under over ninety five. No, know. no, the the whole thing. This is here. This is this will this will be for the listeners to so that they, we have mm-hmm. something to strive for. What's going to happen is mm-hmm. we're gonna uh, we're gonna whatever in a month we bank. Mm-hmm. Under the minute, so like this movie is eighty-eight minutes. So we, oh, we, we this got, is Jerry's convoluted way mm-hmm. of building up minutes. We earn two minutes by doing a movie under ninety. Therefore, we can talk about a movie that is two minutes over ninety minutes uh, for the Patreon. Oh, mm-hmm. I was thinking about doing an episode after we do ninety of under ninety, mm-hmm. where every each of you guys mm-hmm. and every rotating guest gets to pick a movie over 90 yeah that's what i thought maybe was like like a special like mm-hmm. you know for the patreon yeah. yes because they mine, have to pay for it i'm gonna yeah. warn you guys mine would be inland empire no, great brace which... <laughs> yourself actually actually i think Eraserhead's a solid episode so i would be open to an inland empire it's an interesting episode. film um but yours, mine, and ours was Mike's suggestion. And <laughs> no, it was mine. I no, said, it wasn't. I said oh, to Mike, I "You're watching this fucking movie." Yeah, I was. was this, <laughs> yeah, I was given it, and I've been dreading it since. And there's good reason. That's for why. Because I was know, this because of the past. No, it's kind okay of. if this was revenge. <laughs> I get it. It's for two reasons. One, kind of because of the past, but also you love Eraserhead, so we got to find one you hate to balance it out. Oh, okay. <laughs> Right. And plus, I love it when you rip on a bad movie. Oh, it's just really so entertaining. That, that's my. I've been given the that. That's okay. See, if it's a complimentary thing, mm-hmm. I'll take the bad movie. I just I think about how much fun I'd have ripping on yours, mine, and ours with Mike here. <laughs> Yo, Mao, as I now affectionately refer to it as. Uh, very affectionately. Did you guys watch this when you worked at Blockbuster? Because I think I did. no. I think I popped this, it in. This there there was like a trend of movies like this, like Cheaper by the Dozen, Yours, Mine, and Ours, mm-hmm. and then I think that the Asylum came out with their version of too many kids with uh i don't remember the title but it was billy crystal and bett midler and he's holding the kid upside down by his leg and i said to you when we were walking out i was like you know that their house is chaotic because he's holding (laughs) that kid upside down (laughs) we gotta see this movie exactly yeah this really was a thing then there was that other one where daddy daycare the kids were loose in the airport Yes, Unaccompanied Minors, which yeah. is a Paul Feig film uh, from Bridesmaids oh, and uh, Ghostbusters. That's a little trivia for you. Uh, so anyway, as a team exercise, getting back into this, DQ decides he's going to boost morale, get us together by going sailing on his boat, which yeah. is called the My Way, I think. Something. Fucking I know, I asshole. Know, I know that the, uh, the I think it is because. I love little, Sinatra because I'm an asshole. I little, wear a suit and a hat and a. Yeah, yeah people yeah. who like Sinatra, I'm not going to get into it, but come on. Um, it's okay to like Sinatra, but. Uh, but there's a certain to brand. To the extent that they like Sinatra. There's a Sinatra, certain you know? brand of people that like Sinatra, though. They, uh, it's and one thing to like is racist music, it's, white men. It's another to follow the lifestyle of yeah. Frank Sinatra. Um, but yeah, that little model ship he sleeps in later when he gets kicked out of Russo's room. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It says my way on it, so I'm thinking that it is probably the name of the big That's boat. That's the boat. I didn't catch that though. Hilarity ensues with some vomit and uh, oh, and, and hijinks. There's there's some hijinks. Don't on the forget, uh, there yep. was. I do have here in my notes. There is a little bit of hijinks yes. in this scene. Uh, um, a few points in this movie. Of course, there's a vomit treated to joke. hijinks. You get Drake caught in the jib because yeah. like mm-hmm. the kids are not gelling. And they see that he's... No, Christina, like, wraps... She, yeah. Like, dry, she knows what's going to happen. They pull him bitch. up because they raise the jib. And <laughs> they pull up Drake, and he's upside down. He's like, let me down, you freaks! 
And then one of the kids gets seasick. He pukes. Another kid like slips on it and like they fall. It's just all chaos. And where is DQ and Russo? They're like down below deck trying to get stinky. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. And Nikon is walking around with her camera. Being yeah. like, I don't think her name's, I think her name's Nako, but I'm going to call her Nikon because that's Nikon. also the brand of a camera. Yeah. Sure. And she's like, shove this girl. Shoves the camera. I'm into getting the verite face. of life. She's and like, then yeah. tells them to not look at the camera. Yeah, that's fucking psycho. <laughs> you can't do that to people. <laughs> He's got a little Eddie Murphy. Uh, he doesn't like it when cameras look at him. I guess or people. <laughs> yeah. So when you, well, wouldn't you know it? These families don't blend well. No, yeah. they really, really even don't. on the high seas, these families yeah. don't blend. And Mrs. Well. Money is like, I'll get you some ginger ale, yep. and I know that's not. It's that was closer than I thought it was going to be coming out. Yeah. yeah, and there's another, and you know, there's another just cut shot where while she's getting that ginger ale, she's fucking getting some like gin for herself. Yeah, uh, she's taking. She's a hilarious. She's a fucking alky. And hey, kids, watching you all know these what? Children. Hey, kids, let's introduce you to alcoholism and teach you that it's funny. <laughs> and wrestling yeah that's for the adults that's for the adults uh quaid gets hit in the head with a mask like he gets hit in the head a couple times it's like a and then he like, yeah. falls he just yeah we for just like, laugh. I, like 20 I, minutes in this movie he just becomes the punching bag Whoa. i couldn't believe how many wacky cartoon sound effects there were in this movie because they don't <sighs> i start when i see that orange blimp and the fucking words no it's because they don't do anything for like it's it takes so long before you hear a wacky sound mm. effect that you you're think like it's wait grounded what? yeah like wait we're going there now that's yeah. what's happening okay yeah. Yeah, they needed it, it, something. It does. It throws you off because they don't commit to it. It mm. just shows up once in a while. I guess and I didn't you're like, notice. Wait a minute, what? It They're like, you, you know, they got they originally got a PG thirteen, mm-hmm. and then the Nickelodeon was just like, okay, we need to add the sound effects, and that's the Boink. only change that they made, and that's how they got the PG. Yeah, Dan rating. Schneider just sat in the editing room. They cut out like, the murder right, too. Let's add this yeah. and that. Was, uh. So okay. Oh, also, the reason that they go below deck to get stinky is because Russo's face. She gets a shot of uh, suntan lotion. Yeah. And, and then, that turns Dennis Quaid on. You know what he's thinking <laughs> here's about. What I, here's what I was going to say. Because in this next scene, suntans. in this next scene, after he gets hit by the mask, it cuts, and it's later that night, and he's brushing his teeth with his shirt off. And Mike texted us and says, I didn't want to see this. Yeah, yeah I could have done this without that in my life. A shirtless yeah, Quaid. But he, he brushes his tongue like uh, Jim Carrey and Liar Liar. Yeah. And he gags, because that happens. You but know, then I, he does it again. He keeps pushing it back there. My I, When I saw that, I was like, someone out there is getting the sun lotion Russo and they're getting the Quaid gag brush and they're looping it and they're beating <laughs> off at home. Yeah, you over. know, there there is a middle-aged woman taking this DVD doing A B repeat on the <laughs> the, the deep throating a of the A function that like no most people don't even know exists on Dan, TV. Dan, Dan knows I'm a huge fan of the A B repeat. <laughs> You're the only one who's ever used the A B repeat <laughs> in history. I've never known anyone. The AB, to, repeat. the AB repeat is YouTube poop before YouTube poop. Yeah. You just do like a repeat thing. <laughs> great um but yeah like i learned to brush my tongue from liar liar i learned if i would have watched this first before that though i was i'm never brushing my tongue because yeah. quaid gags big time it's, yeah. i've done that before but accidentally mm. and you know what i didn't do after it happened mm. go in for a second round <laughs> um he tries to fuck russo they're gonna get stinky uh yeah, but, but they, they got eight- no fucking door so like that's a bad idea there's 18 kids he's like they can't and Linda yes, Hunt. we can. Yeah, they all talk through the walls. We can all hear you. Oh, and by the way, Dennis Quaid's to- uh, toothpaste mm-hmm. is Tom's of Maine. That is a very expensive organic toothpaste. Tom's of Maine. Yes. Uh, he he has a thing. He has a hang up where he like looks uh, and he puts the he shows her the fucking cap's not on. Yeah, he looks at her bitch. and puts it on and Which gives her. 
to be I mean, passive aggressively. Let me like, just say, oh God. Let me just say this: What fucking lazy fucking asshole doesn't put the goddamn it tape takes back? A half a second. I know. It's it's like not Man, changing the toilet too- paper roll and just putting a new roll on the card. <laughs> like. Fuck you, lazy motherfucker! She, or, or she's you too just, lost in her art, man. She's just thinking about art. She or you're have time lazy because you're like, oh, if I end up using toilet paper, that's going to be the last of the roll. I'll just use Kleenex because I don't want to mm. change out the roll. Or the the, I, the you mat. know how I know that people do that is because I've been that lazy bastard and I, done it before. I've done the Kleenex wipe. It's the same thing almost. It is, but <laughs> to do it because you don't want to change the toilet that's paper. That's lazy. Yeah, <laughs> the epitome of. Yes. I do it because there's nothing around. If there's nothing around, that's one thing. Yeah. I check for toilet paper before I know I'm gonna go. Oh, See, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. so that's that's <laughs> what <right>. adults do. <laughs> but <laughs> all right, so. way to show us all up, Jer. <laughs> so yeah, they can't have sex. Go figure. Yeah, they really want to get stinky. They can't. And then the next day, boy, breakfast is tough. They share the oh, bed. God. They share the bed though that night. That oh, that's sucks. True. And then yeah, uh, wake like, them we up. Could, we could fuck tomorrow. What if? Door. <laughs> or like, whatever. We'll go, we'll go in the basement. I'll put it through the flap of my pants. You will just, you'll maybe just, if you have like, can cut oh. a hole in the back of your jeans. Yeah, we'll do it Islam style. Yeah. Sneak onto my way later. You know what? Maybe we'll just and get, we'll do it. We'll just do the magic way. underwear. We that already means, got the kids. That means anal. Um, we will sneak into the museum. <laughs> <laughs> he will this... spend a night at the museum, and then Ben Stiller walks. In. Hey guys, uh, what, are you, <laughs> what, what, what are you doing here? Huh? Again, the ultimate cut. This is... <laughs> oh, you guys think you just walk into a museum, huh? <laughs> oh, we're just gonna sit around. <laughs> and then Robin Williams shows up as Teddy Roosevelt. Good God, man! Um, all right, so he wakes him up with trumpet. Well, there's a trumpet girl in the family. Yeah, and uh, saxophone. Oh, is, that's why you said yeah. sax. I thought you were saying she plays it in School of Rock. No, in School of Rock, <laughs> she's she the was, manager. She was a, so the manager. Yeah, so she plays. Well, she's got many. She talents. finally joined the band, mm-hmm. so she plays the sax. Everyone's like, Let's "Make it stop!" Oh God! And Drake is just like, oh, "I'm still asleep." Yeah, he says, "Well, you'll get used to it uh, in the future. You'll get more awake." He's like, I, "Or." I don't know what he says. He says some smart ass line. He's like, I am still asleep. Yeah, you'll you'll get so good at this, you'll be able to do it yeah. in your sleep. I am asleep. Thanks, Mike. No, and no. You know the kids in the audience are like, yeah, sass. Like, that's the <laughs> thing. When you're, a, when you're a kid watching this movie, you're yeah. like, oh, these kids, are they're so witty and like snappy. I want to be able to talk like Gone that. Gone are the days of, of kid power. Yeah. This movie is a place. It's, it's out of its own time, though, because that was the whole mm-hmm. 90s thing was like kids with attitude. And this was house this arrest. Was, Way past when that was like a thing. Mm-hmm. This was this was kids outnumber the parents by a tremendous yeah, amount. Yeah, but the, in the nineties, that was like a whole thing. Even like bubble tape ads were like, "Hey, let's beat the shit out of a teacher." <laughs> bubble tape, man. Take that, Mr. Johnson. <laughs> Fuck, and then they hang them by the Six bubble tape. Bubble gum. It's like, god damn it! But this was two thousand five. That had ended. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's late to the game. Uh, 
So they do the wake-up call, and they do this gag. It's the end of the movie. They button it, and they try to do an outgoing voicemail greeting where they do all the names. Yeah. Oh, you've got uh, Frank, John, blah, 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 blah. blah. Oh, oh! But they fuck it. it up. Yeah, this is... Then they don't try again <laughs> until the end of the movie. Fuck it. Yeah. You know what? We, we, they cut that out, but he gets really mad. <laughs> you fucking no kids. Because they're all fighting, and then he comes in, and he's like, oh, hold on. We got to do something. And then all of a sudden, they're trying to cooperate at this... It, it, this movie is very... There's certain moments where it's mm-hmm. disjointed, like stuff just comes out yeah, of nowhere. Yeah, it moves at a clip's pace. Uh, at the school, the twins get made fun of. Uh, yeah, like, and this is—I th- think this is the—this mm-hmm. is the part that actually made me laugh. The the quote I have here: "The party of." Yeah, uh, that yeah. thing. That you kid made it? me laugh. Okay. Yeah, they they're making fun of them. They're making fun of the twins. And they got too many kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard you. I got like six kids in your family, like that, or yeah. something like that. Or he's like, and he's like, yeah, times three. And then this one kid's like, wait a minute, yeah, party of five times three plus my three sons. <laughs> yeah. And then the kids are looking at him. He's like, what? I like math. Yeah, like, that was that funny. That made me that, laugh. That, 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 was that legitimately was good. What what I think would have even been funnier is if he was just like, instead of I like math, just like, you guys never saw my three sons? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been funny. He's like a Brady Bunch over there. Real times three. Old yeah, he soul. Does this equation. Yeah. That's funny. Um, this is like the the beginning of a really strange dynamic between a guitar girl and the cheerleader sis stepsister. Yeah, these two older they, like and girls it who is just Christina's fault. Cheerleader. She walks which one's going, Christina? She's the guitar blonde. girl. Okay. Cheerleader. Yeah, she's just like, oh, so I have to listen to your shitty music at home, and now I have to catch the road show. And it's just like, you know what? If you had kept your fucking mouth shut, yeah, nothing would have happened. Keep your goddamn mouth you shut. You started it. And she sees, <laughs> <laughs> she sees like a so Blondie sees a dreamy dude walk by. He, he's not that dreamy. Uh, quote unquote, I have dreamy. Seen, I have seen dreamier dudes. Well, sure, I have too. <laughs> he walks by Dennis Quaid. Um, <laughs> he walks by and he gives the cheerleader girl a look, and the guitar girl notices this, and this is a, a whole other movie going mm-hmm. on yeah. a sexual tryst maybe will form <laughs> yeah. in the end between all three but uh she has a plan she has designs and mm-hmm. we're gonna learn that a little bit later so um uh he's shallow she says like you don't want to date her she's shallow yeah mm-hmm. he's like maybe he's just your t- oh he's just your type the guitar girl says to her if he's mm. shallow i'm sorry i let's cut that part out <laughs> um the oldest son of dennis quaid the 35 year old <laughs> He changes the schedule to fuck over Russo's kids. He collaborates with uh, one of the other kids. Yeah. And, hey, uh, guys, guess what? I know how to use a printer. And then <laughs> he prints up a new schedule. That's why I'm 35. Everybody's just like, oh, my God, what they happened? They taught me that at my office the first day. <laughs> mm-hmm. So they, what they do is they change the bathroom schedule so that DQ's kids, like, have it unlock all How morning. How many bathrooms are there? It's like A, B, C, and D. The there's like, like four. four. There's four bathrooms. Uh, it looks like it. Maybe three. Um, it's a lot of a lot of kids. A lot it's of a lot of kids, but thank God mm-hmm. they at least have four. Because I'm picturing like one bathroom, and I'm yeah. like, how would that work, man? Then Dennis, how then you, then you just how go are you into the ocean? Yeah. How are you supposed to like use shit the bathroom over at the if museum? It's an emerg- <laughs> if it's an emergency, <laughs> you just you have to wait in for your house. scheduled time. Oh my God! I bet there's a lot of sharding going on. Yeah. Like Ruinundis. Okay. Linda, <laughs> Linda Hunt is going through a lot. I, I apologize, Jerry. I didn't know that would gross you out as much. That's Jerry's line. That you just, uh, um, so b- to get back at him, Russo's kids, Drake, he sets off that fire alarm. Yeah. DQ kids run out. Ha mm-hmm. ha. <laughs> the whole point was to get 
in the bathroom. Why are you wasting time looking out the window, taunting them? Get in the bathroom. <laughs> Close the door. Lock it. <laughs> and so then we cut to a family meeting with the talking stick. Yeah. Uh, oh, the return of the talking yeah, stick. Yeah, that's like a thing in this. It's like this weird tribal. It's like it's like it's, yeah. it's like a stick version of a tambourine. I don't know what I'm looking at here. I don't. Rem- that's all I have. Is it's like family it's, meeting. it's like if um, Steven Tyler turned into an object, it would be the <laughs> stick. Um, Doesn't so, have enough scarves attached. Yeah. <laughs> Hence the commencement of Operation Lighthouse. Yeah. DQ shows the kids their chart of chores, and it is hardcore. It's it, they're not chores. Stuff. They are like full on like, renovations. There's, mm-hmm. there's like, I read insulate windows. Another one roof repair. I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what this the is, fuck? This is straight up property brothers stuff. Maybe the maybe some of them will get weeded out and die in the process. That's the only reason hoping. we have eighteen kids is to save on all of the repairs that we need to do. <laughs> <laughs> Property Brothers. <laughs> Did you know Prop? Did <laughs> it was if we didn't need another tangent. Just real Did quick. you know that Property Brothers is in Babadook? One time, <laughs> he stole my joke. One time, I went to Mike's. We were watching the Babadook, and there, you know, the husband of the dead husband of the the main character, and he showed up, and I said to Mike, "Is that Property Brothers?" <laughs> and so, not pro- a Property yeah, Brother, but not property. Is that the Property Brothers. <laughs> just is that Property? Brothers, <laughs> and um, and I I hold that joke close to my heart to yeah. this day because it made me laugh <laughs> way too much. <laughs> so they the guitar girl steals. Okay, this is the the guitar girl steals the the dreamy dude mm-hmm. from the cheerleader that she was into earlier. Real yeah. uh, cat and mouse game. Yeah, they they're sucking here. face behind the oak tree. Are they really? Yeah. Do they put their initials in it, bro? I think so. I, th- I that's didn't see it. That's a deleted scene. It's in the ultimate they carve cut, it in. Yeah. And they carve yours, mine, and ours in the tree as well. Yo, Mao. Uh, at the store, he sends his blue team and his red team for spackle and insulation. Yeah, this turns into like the renovation version of Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> oh, blue team. It's like, <laughs> do they have any like guys' grocery equivalent of like uh, Home Depot on like TV? Because that's what it seems like. Guys' grocery games, but with like renovation. Yeah, you got to get an air conditioner, and they got to run and go get if it. If any TV producers are interested, we we're copywriting that idea. Be, so you're gonna have to call us to produce it. We'd be very happy to host that show for you. Uh, go! I don't know. We're go get a nail gun on the set of Hardware. <laughs> you don't know what to suggest. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> well, don't look at me. I don't know. Get a monkey wrench. What do you? What do you need? What do you need? A hammer? And things are gonna get crazy. <laughs> Mike's it's the guy. Slamming here on Hardware Butchers. <laughs> <is> guy Fietti, the, <laughs> the announcer for the show. This is like guys' grocery games. You're watching Triple that? G. Go get that uh, for turnip. But here's the twist. <laughs> go get it. Instead of turnips, you have to use parsnips. And the contestants it's go crazy on this show. Contestants go, I was going to make a chicken noodle soup. How, what, how the fuck am I going to incorporate a turnip now? <laughs> they freak out. Um, so oh, the twins go back to the movie. They at the store. They steal a forklift and they drive through the store and DQ like it's madness. DQ tries to stop him. Jumps up on the forklift. Yeah. He falls in a pool of green goo for it's whatever just an reason. Open it's pool just of green goo at the hardware out store for display purposes. It's like what a like that? a like a soapy like this, it's like a cleaner or this, something no, like that. No, this this is just 
a set piece they had left over from Double Dare at Nickelodeon. Yeah. This stuff- is a pool filled with slime, you- and there's even that flag garland thing from Double Dare in there. <laughs> it makes no sense. Why is this here? Do you remember the stuff that Kevin McAllister uses in Home Alone 2? Yeah. Monster the- Sack. Monster Goop. <laughs> they sold that for a while. That was my favorite shower gel ever. It's a pool of monster. What is it? Sap? Monster Sap. Yep. Oh my god. It literally pulls uh Marv in two. <laughs> it literally pulls it rips him. him down the hall. Yeah. Um so anyway, he gets covered in sand because the forklift breaks a bunch of like stacks of sand. And he yeah. gets covered in goo and sand and it's madness. And uh Yeah, he's ba- he's tarred and feathered there in yeah. the yeah. hardware store. And and then we and then it's like we don't like, Gone is the scene where he beats them. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Line up for your spankings. My whole like idea of how this could be changed would begin with this scene. Mm-hmm. Like after he gets like impaled by the forklift mm-hmm. and slimed, there'd be a musical. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> a fucking forklift through his chest. Be... <laughs> oh shit. Uh... <laughs> There would be, uh, there, there would be. How does it look? <laughs> it would, it would snap zoom to his face, covered in slime. You'd hear a musical sting of like, and you would see like his eye twitch. <laughs> Hell's Kitchen sting. Yeah, and you would, you would just see his eye twitch, and, then and that's step one towards the descent into this left turn. I'm making this movie taken. He vice. gets a tiki torch at Home Depot and throws it like a javelin <laughs> at them. No, it just needs to go problem child, and he just goes crazy, and then he tries to suffocate oh, all of the kids with a pillow. Kind of where I'm gonna go Full with Full Ritter, but I actually had a different movie in mind. But anyway, God, what if man, if John Ritter was the Dennis Quaid role, I love John it. Ritter elevates everything. It's like be a better movie. It's almost like, there's this. There's so much physical comedy in this for Dennis Quaid, who's really, you know, we know him for all of his physical comedy. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, this was a, like, they're like, let's phys- get John Ritter, and Honestly, then he died, what, and then... What the fuck is he known for? He's a physical comedy machine. He's basically <laughs> a modern-day Charlie Chaplin. What the fuck is Dennis Quaid known for? I don't know. Soap operas or something? Who the hell not? Being Randy's brother? They're being Randy's brother, yeah. <laughs> well, he was something. In, he, he does a lot of these weird family movies. Wasn't he the male lead in the Parent Trap remake? Yes, he was. Yeah. The Nancy Myers one, yeah. He's trying mm-hmm. to be Steve Gutenberg, which is a strange goal. <laughs> Don't like, say that. <laughs> He's trying to be Steve. No one wants Steve Gutenberg doesn't want to be Steve Gutenberg. Um, so... The schedule changes. They get fucked over. Yada yada. In the top of the lighthouse later that night, yeah, Mike's showing me a picture of Monster Sap here, as seen in Home Alone too. I see. Um, At the top of the lighthouse, Russo and him they finally get like a little moment together. Yeah. Um, she he says uh, he's going to restore the light because there's like a story. That, uh, does he make it up? I don't know. If he, is, who cares? It's a lame ass story. I will tell you the story of the lighthouse the, keeper, the, the beautiful kind of lighthouse thing that keeper. That when parents tell their children bedtime stories and they're clearly making them up. It's, yeah. I would she about the had kid um, in bed. Red hair. Yeah. And he's and, uh, no, I'm thinking of Lucille Ball. Uh, <laughs> yeah. She's married to Desi Arnaz. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, he's, he's like, comes up with some bullshit story that comes back later. He's like, you ever hear the story of the lighthouse keeper? Her, he, uh, her body, 
was the bomb. <laughs> God. Oh, was she, the bomb. She was foxy. She he sounds like a gay man who's like doesn't know how to like an aging, really a, aging. Yeah, and her man. breasts felt like oh. a bag of sand. Yeah, it was like that. Was like, <laughs> as long as that and, and, and anyway, end of the story is as long as that light up there is lit, my heart will always be yours. So now what he's done is he's created his own stakes. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, also, I by promise. the way, that's not lit yet. So like, <laughs> what are you saying? So if you never light the lighthouse when we're fighting i'm gonna assume that you hate me forever so you better light it every so time th- we make up so this is on you yeah mm-hmm. um then there's a montage the Renee. kids are finally starting to gel finally for whatever reason because they're like well, it's because they're trying to get them broken at up. this point yeah right. they're like we need to we, right. we need to we're completely incompatible but we've all got to band together thereby disproving my point i just made that we're completely yeah. incompatible this logic makes no sense it doesn't circular. at all you're it's already like, banding together the thing we just, have in just keep the ball going is that we have nothing in common so <laughs> let's use that to have stuff in common <laughs> it's also like have you never been to a public school like i know th- yeah. you're surrounded by kids you're different from DQ's kids don't seem to, or they just move so much that they're like aliens. But the Russo kids seem pretty well adjusted, just like fucking slobs. Yeah. But uh, Russo wants to take DQ to a romantic spot. Like, don't they like go away for a while? Because what they're setting up for is the the party scene. Uh, Munyan's gonna be. Oh wait, no, this is a little bit later. No, they're yeah, romantic. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. they go to is an IKEA. That's yeah. right. Or some shit. She says, "I want to take you to a romantic spot." And he goes, "Okay." And then they're right. like then, fucking on a bed in public. Thank you. I forgot about Base, that. Not yeah. really, but pretty yeah, much. They're, they're, they, getting, they're getting. They're like dry humping on this bed while they're gone. Munyan watches uh, like Royal Rumble or yeah, some shit. Yeah, she's like Mrs. Munyan, watch the kids, and she's yeah. like, "Okay." And this is a paid employee of this man who is clearly just. A bit like neglecting the children. Yeah, and then she pours this huge martini glass full of. This is a martini <laughs> glass that they would sell at like Bombay. It's not a real glass. It's something you put on your floor as it's a decoration. The... <laughs> Bombay. <laughs> God. Uh, the romantic spot is the bed. Yeah, it's the section of the store. It's fucked up because they're just straight up making out on yeah. the bed. And people there's are people watching. just staring at. Them. Isn't that funny? Um, at the house, there's a chain reaction of fights that occur, all because of some splashed paint. Like one of the kids once has watched again, this. it's yeah, they're supposed the Beardsley's to be fault. It's yeah. the, they're the ones starting He's, all this shit. He says, "Now go out there and do the chores. We're gonna leave you unsupervised <laughs> and assume that you won't fuck around with paint." Yeah, yeah, I'm just gonna leave this inbred old lady to watch after you. <laughs> one of them up above drops like a brush a, into a can a shoe. below. He takes a shoe. his shoe off. He throws. He's like, it "What are you splashes. gonna do? Drop a stink bomb?" <laughs> and then he like, no. <laughs> "What's the master?" And he throws it into this thing. It's of paint. pretty. It's it's also like you can easily trace this back now. Like, all right, who started yeah. all this shit? It's like, well, she splashed me. And he's like, no, she splashed me. And, and then, then you look the in the fucking, fucking bucket shoe. and you're like, whose shoe is this? Yeah. Hey, Matthew, yeah. come out here. Yeah. There is this your shoe? No, it's just this devious little fuck. Yeah. Again, it's the Beardsleys, Christina ta- or Christine taunting the guitar girl in the, mm-hmm. in the, in the quad or whatever. Yeah. And then fucking this kid just dropping his shoes. Like th- th- this is sociopathic. This yeah. is like, there's a lot of what Billy Bob Thornton movie. and Fargo would do. It's like, I'm going to urinate <laughs> in the gas tank and tell her it was you at the hotel. Yeah. Uh, the uh, DQ falls into, you guessed it, paint yeah. when he gets home. Uh, aftermath. Mm-hmm. Hey, and this is where much I write, like Marv with yeah. the monster sap. And I write this is where I write. Hey, what if DQ turned the talking stick into the bludgeoning stick, and only three mm. kids could survive? I'm locking the doors. Go ahead. 
And this point when he comes home and gets covered in vanilla pudding from Old Country Buffet, because yeah. that's not paint. It's not paint at all. Um, he, <laughs> it has to be OCB, too. It's that, that uh, consistency. Yeah. Um, right next to the Jello cubes. Exactly. <laughs> um, this would be the second moment where it would snap cut to a close-up of his face and go... <laughs> <laughs> his eye would twitch again and th- this is the the second setup for that yeah um they uh he gives him like the typical talk instead though like he says uh be civil to each other and pretend to They're like each other have to pretend like yeah that's always the solution until like, you do i don't care if you actually make progress you mm-hmm. need to fake progress until i say yeah. this seems okay fake F- your orgasms <laughs> i don't care fake it till you make it mm-hmm. yeah dq's family's reluctant to do a group hug and then there's a true scene at the lighthouse. The greater enemy they realize is mom and dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They Let's team together. together. Get rid of their asses. There's a pig wake. This is like a, a, a stinker montage. We get a pig climbing into bed and it like makes out with Dennis Quaid thinks it's Russo. He kisses it. He goes, what? What the fuck? These, yeah. kids, they, are, these kids are taking control. They have that one song. It's like. That montage song that was used for like every movie in the 2000s. <laughs> He's like, make it. He's like, he's like, yeah, he's. That's the only way that the kids are going to recognize that it's a montage. Yeah. yeah. So they turn, uh, they twin sabotage the toothpaste. They like put it all over the sink. Like, ha ha, take that. Yeah, they're like both standing in the shower when Rene Russo's like in the bathroom. And then they come out and they're like. <laughs> <laughs> the kids they put up they put a fuck they put a fuck ton of meat frank's face in the fridge yeah <laughs> and he they frame frank that Where he bought all that money? meat which is another pri- thing that's like a simple conversation hey yeah. did you buy all this meat frank and we're just like, like no i didn't buy any meat where are my fresh greens but there's like all like there's rib roasts and and, and chickens and rack and it's of all cross-contaminated who now. is i know you can't store poultry <laughs> so with can't just, it's all just that's against osha regulations is it really yeah and i got chicken and beef in my fridge right now well are they cooked? You no. better hope that Roy, the health inspector, doesn't. Is that right? Are, is it still in the plastic package? Yeah, I gotta go, guys. I gotta go. <laughs> um, but seriously, like, where did they get the money for that? Okay, they're having trouble paying for pizza later at the party. Where are they getting? It's probably because they blew all their money on all this beef. Yeah. Wow, how dare you dip into my meat money fund? <laughs> I have that above the fridge for a rainy day. God damn it! God, now I have to put my money in a museum. <laughs> Uh, Frank and Russo get into an argument. He's like, well, they got to be punished. I spank. What do you do? And Russo says, absolutely not. I do anything but spank. And he goes, fine, let them all run naked and wild. That's yeah. his real quote That's, there. He's got a real Republican point of view of really? just jumping right to the immediate worst. This family is doomed, man. Does any of you out there think that this thing has a shot in hell? No. And especially, they're bickering like day one yeah. in front of like... You know, like, we could just pick up where we left off. Right, right when they move into the fucking house, they're already at, like bickering in front of the kids, and yeah, at this point, yeah. they're already like disagreeing with each other. And we never learned how they broke up. Did he fucking cheat on her? Did she fucking like? Yeah, what happened? Because what happened? It did, ju- it did just end. The only f- the only reminiscence we get of their relationship together was when she was like, "We went under the bleachers and it was raining, and then when it stopped raining, we stayed under the bleachers." And then I kicked your ass to the curb because I liked your sister more, and, and then, then she died. Ju- so here we are. And then here I got drunk and laid my hands on you. You said that was it. You walked away. <laughs> laid my hands on you. 
I'm uh, frantic. <laughs> you remember so Ford is the title character of Frantic, the movie? Frantic. Yeah, he plays Frantic. I don't remember. In the movie Frantic. frantic. I never oh, saw I'm frantic. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that? I do. Harrison no. Ford. <laughs> All right. No, but I, I, it's it, in the Bare Naked Lady song. Like Harrison Ford, I'm getting frantic. Oh. Let's sing I'm tantric. Let's sing My stick is guaranteed to satisfy. Like Kurosawa, I make bad films. films. K.I. don't make films. But, but if I did, then I'm a samurai. I make sure I'm always flying off the backswing. Doing anything but talk about the movie. Hey, Rip Torn. Oh, thank you. I love Rip Torn. His name is present and past tense. Yes. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> he shows up as and, a and it's superior oh, oh, to for our Oscars montage. Bye bye. Say bye bye, and then he'll say "rip torn," and then the rip will turn into all <laughs> capitalists, <laughs> and then it tears. Yeah, it'll say "R.I.P." Rip, our hearts are torn. A little yeah. like a little insert yeah, in there. It just works on oh, so many levels. God, it really is. Remember when he broke into that ATM? <laughs> In the Which is of why the night. he couldn't be in Men in Black 3. <laughs> this is my house, dri- right? <laughs> I live here. <laughs> why won't this goddamn thing make ice? <laughs> awesome. Have you seen that video? I'm I mean, security. <laughs> it's really sad. You know, it's a disease. But it's funny to see him in that ATM <laughs> looking around like, what the fuck is this? How do I make a call? Honey, <laughs> Beverly. Oh, oh man, I'm torn. I'm ripped, it's, torn. It's I'm very right. torn about what to do. It's right up there with Hasselhoff eating a burger. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. Um, oh god. And now, yeah. So like the the kids go about their fucking their plan of, of oh, action and all that shit. We got Rip Torn. He's the superior and he's going to promote him. He's proud of him. Yeah. It's at, the, it, at the HQ, he keeps uh, hinting that he's going to promote him. Well, maybe someday convince yeah. it's the exact same plot and I have in 30 yeah. Rock the entire time <laughs> I'm in it. And because the, the structure is so uh, easy and simplistic, right at this time, O'Connell says, Russo, Big opportunity for you. Also, Saks. Saks Fifth Avenue wants to buy all your purses. And, like, do you think this is the setup for, like, something that's going to drive the two apart? And it kind of is on Quaid's side. But the bag thing, throw that out the fucking window. Throw everything out the fucking window. Because the whole thing, the whole conflict with it is, but don't relax yet. They need 10 new designs by Friday. And then later, and she's like, what? And then later, Dennis Quaid comes home and he's like, what, what can I help with? And she's like, no, it's done. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I guess yeah, they cut a, that out of the movie. He's supportive. <laughs> he wants to help. Um, Mrs. Munyon, why don't you just kiss her and make up? Like they fought. And then she oh, says, Mrs. Yeah, Munyon yeah. says, why don't you just kiss her and make up? I'm the yeah. old lady and I've, I have seen it all. Do it. And then she's like standing at the stairs, uh, like halfway down, like a creep watching him. <laughs> He's like a little privacy, Mrs. Munyon. She's like, I'm going. <laughs> She's like, there's no doors in there, any, any fucking ha- room in this house. And she goes, I made you a new costume, Mr. Incredible. <laughs> um, they do so that night. They make up. Yeah. And there's the G-string Munion scene with laundry. It's just in there. It's just really quick. She has a G-string in the laundry. We are pissing our pants. And she's mm. holding it up. She doesn't behave crotch. like a woman who looks like no, that would behave. She, she has a look on her face like, picture this, Sonny. <laughs> He's like, Damn. <laughs> So Russo gets pissed when uh, the kids, uh, the intentions are good, but Quaid is uh, very, 
you know, he's he's the military guy. He's gonna make everything straightened up, mm-hmm. ship shape. The kids fuck with their studio. Yeah, because the, the they mm-hmm. it's so funny that they're like, I you know the best way to cause chaos right now mm-hmm. cleaning. Everything is totally clean oh, and Jer- organized. Jer- Jer just went with the eye roll. You know what? <laughs> it encapsulates how I feel about this movie perfectly. <laughs> just this. Yeah. Uh, that night they bicker in the bedroom. Chaos because she does that thing that I fucking hate when mm-hmm. they do. It's always a fucking woman character who does this too, and I don't know why that is. Like I've never seen a male character do this, but it's always like freaking out about you touch my stuff. Oh, I've <laughs> seen guys do that. I've never seen that before. Particular dudes, okay, and anal dudes. Good. Well, then I don't feel as bad. Like I feel like it's a bad stereotype for that's women. Often, yeah, like you touch my things. Like, oh, you don't. You, oh, if there's one thing I've learned from movies, it's that you don't touch a woman's thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's once again because that's all this script has is the uh, chaos versus free expression uh, versus order. Uh, it's like it's the same thing in fucking like uh, Russian Doll has that too. And I'm like, like there's a moment where she freaks out because mm-hmm. he fucking touched and cleaned her stuff. I'm like, why do women get so angry in TV shows and <laughs> movies about people cleaning? Yeah, it, it doesn't make any sense. You need another man rearranging shit in their lives. There's there's no balance. These are two extreme personalities. Yeah. And wouldn't you know it? They don't blend well. She, oh. she busts out the expression. You know what? If you look at the cover of the again. movie, you can tell they don't blend well because he's Dennis Quaid has this look on his face like, oh, oh shit. I got to hold these kids back. They're trying to murder I me and Rene Russo. And you know what? If they I'm really, going to the museum. If they really wanted it to be a united family, they should just call this movie ours because yeah. like, you're already dividing it up. Something that happens in the original is they do have a couple kids of their own, I believe. That makes more sense than right. hours, the hours. The hours mm-hmm. section. I'm waiting the whole fucking movie for them to have mm-hmm. kids. And then the kids, like that would boost the stakes for the kids cause, and it would also ultimately bring them together. And you don't in need the as end. much hijinks. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But they don't do that. Uh, and so we get uh, he he sleeps elsewhere. He ki- he sleeps in like a little boat in the yeah. kids' room because yeah. he's you know mm-hmm. it's that sleep Which on the couch. Which doesn't make tonight. the kids suspicious at all. Dad, why are you sleeping in this little boat? Like go in the fucking living room and sleep on the couch, and then just yeah. say, oh, I just fell asleep <laughs> out was, here. If this was realistic, uh, Laura Linney would be grabbing her books from under, hiding them under <laughs> the bed. <laughs> um, he sleeps elsewhere. The pig steals his blanket, insult to injury, and then we pillow. Get, uh, pillow, okay. Uh, then we get a soccer game and we get a little Tabby Tibbins Requiem for a Dream chance. Yeah. yeah. Instead of be excited. Yeah. Be, be, be exci- aggressive. Yeah. Be, yeah. Aggressive. And uh, I wish Christopher McDonald showed up, but he didn't. Oh, that that's. Well, <laughs> again, Christopher McDonald in the Dennis Quaid role would have yeah. been much better. Ooh. See, this, he does show up in the ultimate cut. Yeah, yeah. that's mm-hmm. true. It's He's actually the violent. coach, the soccer yeah. coach. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this weekend, okay, here's what's happening. Mrs. Munion's out of town, and the parents are also going to be gone doing something because they yeah. don't care about their kids. Yeah. So because like, well, one of them's thirty, so he's clearly old oh, enough to watch <laughs> the other kids. Drake says, "I got two words: par and tay." Oh. Like, do you mean party? <laughs> and then we get also because he's uh, the only black kid in the family. He has to rap at the soccer game at the soccer game. Yeah. There's two things that are super offensive that they do with this black character. They make him rap. Yeah, and then they make and, him and hot then at, shit the party, at the party. Party, they make him like fucking scam for money. I don't yeah. know. Oh yeah, he's like yeah. counting bills. And he's doing he's that. Like, thing. I'm making money. He's I'm got like, the bills between his fingers. Yeah, like Wolverine. He's fucking claws. dressed he looks like, like Styles. He's like Teen Wolf. Oh. He's fucking hawking shirts and shit. <sighs> so um, 
he does a little rap and then uh he, but at the same time he's i think he's defending a, a member of the other family so it kind of yeah. brings them a little closer together yeah he's 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 rooting one of the kids yeah but then he's just like then he po- has to point out that the indian girls are from new delhi this whole thing yeah, makes yeah no it's dumb and here's another thing here's the next scene uh padding for time it's mm-hmm. this whole school president campaign with the 35 year old and son. literally they're just like some there's some scene where they're like oh wow that's great news but guys i don't have time i have to make up these posters for my run for <laughs> uh, school president it's like where it's the like fuck did that come at from? that point it felt like a satire that <laughs> yeah. we're like what what's happening here's, like this is really like presumptuous and cocky to start at a school and then immediately say i'm gonna be president of this school yes like yeah. he just shown up there like it's four months into the school year and you you're need like, to slow your roll buddy yeah. and then drake's just like hey what if we spray painted the posters they're like okay <laughs> that's and then my contribution they're like just putting them all over the school mm-hmm. dq russo they go out for a date and the kids throw a crazy party oh mm-hmm. and it gets crazy there is the kid the younger ones upstairs they they're like uh, uh chocolate so much they're sugar high there's just food everywhere that's, that, yeah that's how they took care of the little kids they're just, gonna get ants i'm looking at this scene <laughs> i'm just like oh my god yours mine and ants yeah, yeah right oh no shit rip torn their date is actually like more of like a ball like ceremony thing like yeah. for the coast guard yeah it's rip like torn's it's, there yeah. he gives a toast at the ceremony he promotes him there to commandant life at sea and you think we're gonna build a little tension here play mm-hmm. with this he's gonna sleep on it no, immediately nope. he goes, I don't want it. No. <laughs> I don't want it. And David Koechner, this is this is a part that actually kind of made me laugh a little bit. He's like, I'll do it. And Rip Torn's like, eh, yeah. There is. <laughs> I mean, there is. You're ten- a piece of shit. There's no <laughs> way I'm letting your ass in charge of anything. By the way, how do I, how do I work this ATM? <laughs> exactly. Um, where do I, where's the money come out? And he's hitting like a guy's face, poking him in the eyes. Where, where's the money come out? I just want to order a cheeseburger. Uh, there's a party. Oh my God, Admiral, the Commandant's retiring. Yeah, he belongs in a museum. <laughs> uh, he declines right there. No time, tension, because it's a dumb movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a party at the house. How do they know all these kids? That's this is a movie party. Parties just like, like this in don't Clifford. exist. Yep. Just like in Clifford and fucking Mean Girls and mm-hmm. every other fucking... Anytime kids throw a party mm-hmm. against the parents' up. wishes, mm-hmm. the every school in the district shows up to this house. Mm-hmm. And this is why I was afraid of parties as a kid. I was just like, I cannot go to the, a place with this many people. Parties? I assumed that all parties were like this. Yeah. The first party mm-hmm. that I actually went to... I was really kind of like underwhelmed. Yeah. I was like, this is. Wait a minute. I've been afraid of this. Where's um, the DJ in the corner? Where's like yeah. the, the multicolored orange and red lights that are. <laughs> Where's the people carrying full kegs on yeah. their shoulders yeah. into the party, which yeah. is a physical impossibility. Yeah. Fights on the lawn. People sleeping on the lawn. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, people jumping in the pool with their clothes on. No, usually it was just like a movie on in the background. <laughs> some chips out. A little sexual tension. Upstairs. Yeah. And yeah. people just hanging out talking. It's yep. like. Yep. This is this is what I was pool? scared of. We'll play pool later. Uh, so Drake is in the. There's a band there that's like it's pop. It's like I found out it's like a Christian like punk rock alternative band at the time in 2005. And Drake's on stage, of course, because he's musically inclined in yeah. real life and in his projects. It was in his contract. He and, had to be up on stage. Writer. He comes up. He goes. All the girls and the boys and the people making noise. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's the kind of kids bop I, Disney radio I like, shit I like, that I, I want I like how there are certain things about this movie that even with the notes you're foggy on, but that you got when it. I when it's a lyric I have to write it almost oh, like verbatim. Yeah. When we get to our this next is movie, some, this is like really, really shitty punk. This isn't even punk. It's yeah. like I can't say anything because ten years ago I was in a band that made music just like this. Dude, I was Drake. No, no, I was no, going no. all the boys and girls. <laughs> it was not like noise. this. It was not Dude. like this. Oh, thanks. Um, I don't like music, and I liked your uh, music. Yeah, so you, your like music something. was good. Thanks, trust man. me. Uh, the pizza guy shows up and he goes, "That's one hundred twenty-two fifty. Oh, no, <laughs> no. Oh, yeah, oh, sorry, wrong movie. He wants three hundred, uh, three hundred and seventy-nine. <laughs> a much more realistic price. Ah, for it's pizza. my brother's house. He'll, He'll take, take care. Of it. Uncle Frank takes them. <laughs> like, um, I don't even know that you live and, here. And that's another thing. I'm sorry. I've ordered two pizzas before, mm-hmm. and it's like forty dollars. Yeah, this is a, not from Pizza Hut. This is a you get forty pizzas for five dollars at Pizza Hut. Okay, <laughs> it's just it's been my experience that when you stack up enough pizza to be the height of a person by the way how do you deliver those forget it fuck it pallet jack it's like three hundred dollars for that much pizza that's a a deal yeah um the dude the hunk from earlier that Mm -hmm. mike doesn't really think is hunky he shows up he's okay i don't know i just i I mean (laughs) give me a bradley cooper i don't like what are his interests what is he into is he like spores is he funny um, the dude flirts with the cheerleader girl and, uh, she, she's like, fuck this. She dumps her drink on his head. No, it's not a drink. It's oh. like an ashtray filled with nasty shit. Just shit. It's, it's, I've gross. been collecting diarrhea at this party. <laughs> Here you go. She Pretty dumps much. it on his it's head. It's got like wrappers and weird, like goop in it. It's yeah. speaking of rappers. Hey, New Delhi. <laughs> um, <laughs> sister's from New Delhi. Oh God. She says, that she won't betray her guitar-loving sister. And then that's when they give each other a look like, girl power, yeah, fuck yeah, these guys. Let's never let another boy come between us. Like, that'll happen. Da, 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 da. And that that's what happens. That is what happens. Yeah. But not in real life. Those girls still hate each no, other they in real life for other. the rest of their lives, but they're never mm-hmm. going to show each other that they hate right. each other. Mm-hmm. DQ and Russo, they show up at the house. DQ, the, 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 cue the sound. Okay. Close-up of his face. Yes, this is where the movie takes the turn. It's going to snap cut to a close-up <laughs> of his face, and his eye twitches again, and it goes... <laughs> And then you see a nuclear explosion superimposed like literally, over his head. Like literally? like in a cartoon? Just like superimposed <laughs> like over his like head. Oh There's God. like the Trinity bomb going off. And then... Oh. And then all, oh. all of a sudden he turns into Richard Dreyfus from What About Bob? And he drives he drives the kids out in the middle of nowhere and then gets out and goes, get out of that car! And he like throws them Tapes out. some uh, tree stump ex- like, uh, explosives yeah. to them. Um, the or, kids- he, or better yet, he just like pulls out a boombox and starts playing right back to where we started from. It just goes on a oh. slaughter while oh. that song's playing oh in the God. background. Now that's entertaining. Yeah, I actually watched that. Uh, the kids upstairs are in a choco coma. He's like, "Where are the youngins?" And like to show us that there's no, to be, make no mistake, yeah, there's no drinking. So we know that they're not dead. <laughs> yeah. Uh, DQ says anyone who doesn't live there will be conscripted to the Coast Guard, and that get, that's kind of funny because like, I don't want to join the Coast Guard. They all and then run this out. Is, this mm-hmm. is my second laugh of you the laugh? movie is the pizza guy. Okay, but there was a matter of three hundred seventy. He just slams the door in his face. That and was good. It, it's not even so much. The way it's, you it's, like, there's it's the, the action, matter. It's the scripting of the line. If there's, there's a matter of there's, there's, <laughs> I didn't even think of it that way, but that's actually yeah. pretty good. But there's a matter of three. <laughs> it's not okay, but I still need to get paid. Yeah. 
shot over a matter of eighty dollars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. He Dennis Quaid. Uh. He says no more taking it easy around here. And Russo's mm-hmm. like, why don't you you know go easy on him? <laughs> <They> I just <laughs> fucked up our house. <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't negate me in front of our children. He says, Kids, you, I'm very disappointed. Disappointed? Is that what you are? And I'm like, oh, line up for spankings. Jesus. And then all of his kids yeah. line up and pull down their pants because they've been through this so many times before. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna choke you. Um. I'm just. <laughs> I'm gonna kill you right here. He and says, dump your body at sea. <laughs> he says to her, he says, you're starting to, you sound like a real free to be you and me flake. He Whoa. calls her <laughs> flake. You sound like a, Nicolo- a hippie pot smoking fucking bitch. <laughs> you liberal idiot. A Nickelodeon equivalent. Like, you sound like a military robot. You well, like- you sound like a cunt. It's like, oh my God. <laughs> okay, Mike Pence. Okay. <laughs> you liberal fucking cuck. Hillary. What? <laughs> what about your emails? Away. What about your emails? <laughs> uh, oh my god, this went way off the rails, really. Off quick. as it I'm does. I'm dropping the c word. Dan's talking about politics. It all, you know, say the word politics is going to come down to emails. Russo. What about stupid Hillary? You libtards. I love how how our president has turned into an aggressive droopy dog. Oh, that's not Donald Trump. That's all of the people that stand for him on the internet. (laughs) Trump might have fucked a 13-year-old, but what about her emails? Okay. That's, that's good. All I right. like it. That's pretty accurate. We robbed the treasury, but what a her emails. So DQ. Third museum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I love the GOP. I love it. Okay. Um, so Russo <laughs> tells him life's too short for rules. Mm-hmm. They blame the moving families in together for like the reason for the, the yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we could just pick up where we lost off in high school was her whole philosophy, but they're finding out it's not. Mm-hmm. It turns out that it's actually kind of difficult to do, and relationships are actual work that you have to put into. Mm. She tells DQ to take that promotion. He's like, maybe I will. Which is such a weird thing. To, I think you should take the promotion. <gasps> it's like, what? Yeah. Well, it means he's going to. I know, be gone but, for a while. but the lighthouse isn't working yet. Yeah. And How am I supposed to? It's a real hot uh-huh. body that I need to. It's, it's, it's a, the bomb. The bomb. It's the bomb. <laughs> It belongs in a museum. I love this. It's the down part of the movie, right? And it's the the thirty five year old goes up to mm-hmm. like the sisters and their bum, and he goes, "All right, let's get this party started." Who, Who wants, wants a double stuffed? stuffed? <laughs> he gives her an Oreo. That'll solve everything. <laughs> they regret everything that happened. The kids. They say this is not what we wanted, you know. Mm-hmm. And they decide we got to do something about it. Frank calls. So wait a minute. Yeah, we need to get the families together. Yeah, we need to. We need to do the opposite of what Mm -hmm. we just did. Frank calls Russo from the office, tells her, "You know what? I am going to take that job." She Uh, goes, "Okay, all right. I'll tell the kids." Okay. He does like his plan is like. I'm just gonna fucking leave. Like, and then he's like, "I'll let you know where I'll, I'll I'll end up moving, and then I'll send for you guys." That's what happened. I guess yeah. that's what the, the life of a Coast Guard. Uh, yeah, commandant. he's just like, I'm leaving. 
Well, you know what to do. You're you know 35. what to do. Mrs. Munyon will take care of you because she's got a really good track record with oh, that. By the I'm way, signing but, the kids custody over to you. By the way, I overlook this because it doesn't mean anything. But before that, the twins get made fun of and then all the other family members step up to defend them. And also we find out that the William, the 35 yeah, year old, won okay. the election. Yes. So yeah. there's this scene where they're getting bullied and there's this whole mm-hmm. thing where the kids stand up fine. And then literally... Guitar Girl, Danielle Panabaker, just runs onto the set and goes, William, you I know. won class president. I have a, it's like, I have a real problem with that. Fuck? Everything comes to a head. Here's right what I think it. happened. They had the script. There was a scene. It was three pages at, or maybe a couple, at an assembly where he wins. And yeah. they get, cut it, cut it, cut it. Just have a run out on the lawn and just say you won and then just this move the fuck on. It's like yeah. the script... The script fixes I used to pitch. This guy's easy. Just one line. Just, just. <laughs> it's an easy fix. Night vision if it's too dark. And uh, <laughs> he used to always say that. Wait, we got to get the lighting right. Fix. It's easy fix, Dan. Just do night vision. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to. I'm gonna. And then you cut to a close up me and I was like. Yeah. <laughs> it's an easy fix. Uh, so they're all like, they find out like, Hey dad, we got the news. I won the election. Oh, we're moving. Yeah. I'm not going to tell him. He doesn't deserve to tell. Yeah. He doesn't even tell him. him. Uh, he's leaving. It doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. We're moving. (laughs) I'll be the president at the next school. (laughs) And then the kids are like, yeah, he's like, that's that's why he's so old. They keep moving. He can't finish a grade. He's actually 16. (laughs) It's the, it just wore on him. It's his face. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he does such a quick turn too. He's just like. And it's so unearned, too. This is the difference between, like, a Nickelodeon family movie and a fucking Disney family movie. Mm-hmm. Like, a Disney yeah. will take the entire hour leading up to this to make you feel something. Yeah. And then they'll give the cute kid the line that breaks your heart. Mm-hmm. And Nickelodeon is just like, just throw the fucking cute kid in there. And then you're like, fuck you, movie. Yeah. So, like. Yeah. It's. The, yeah. Because you know, Disney The brother's like, we're just gonna, we're gonna pack and we're going to go. And then the one little kid's like, well, I don't want to lose another mommy. And he's like, well, I guess we better not then. Yeah. And then we it's like. go stop I changed boy. my mind. Yeah, um, and he turns, he delivers this line like Jack Nicholson. He like gets on his like knees and he's just like, "Well, we better go stop that boat." I'm like, "What the hell?" I think we need to stop that. Boat. <laughs> uh, he's he's left, so he's because he's gonna go visit all the East Coast stations for the new job. Um, they decide they're gonna stop the boat. Yeah, but first they decide to quote unquote restore Russo's purse studio by fucking it up and almost dying. They yeah. they fall out the window and mm-hmm. it becomes like a chain of. Re- Kids yeah, because the computer them. falls out the window. Yeah, he tries to grab it. He falls, uh-huh. and then he's about to fall, and then another kid grabs his leg. She's about to fall, and then inside, Munyon's like fucking, I don't know, she's, flicking the bean. She's, and there's kids no, outside she's vacuuming and pulls a litter, lizard oh, yeah, that's out right. of the vacuum. Yeah. And then, she uh, needs to be fired and looked mm, at by like professionals. This no, this woman, I'm I'm convinced she is not hired. He found her just on the street one day and was like, "You want a job watching my no, fuck family?" That. It was his ex-wife. <laughs> on some random day, he came back home and uh-huh. like after his wife died, it was like, "Oh yeah, he's she she just said, I know I was hired by your wife. He, she's an imposter. Yeah. She, she she's oh. an imposter. Yeah, yeah, totally." Mm-hmm. And anyway, your wife hired me. So Rip Torn's like, I'm glad you changed your mind. And David Keckner goes, I am too. Woof, woof, woof. <laughs> you can see I didn't want to give him the fucking job. And then that throwaway line all the time about how his dream is dead, about having an all f- of all family sailing team. He notices that it's come to fruition. Oh, boy. Full stop. And the boat stops. And he's like, it's my family. Yep. They're sailing. <laughs> 
<laughs> they're on the my way. And they confess to him that they're the ones who plotted them against each other, even though they can think for themselves and they're fucking adults. Yeah. <laughs> We're the ones who did it. I'm I'm honestly shocked that both Russo and Quaid are so open to that being the case. Cause usually once you, if you're in that situation, yeah. you get so wrapped up and like, no, it's more complicated. Exactly. And the kids are just like, we plotted it. And he's okay. Like, what? <laughs> well, that explains why I was irrational and decided to just move. You know, I was looking to blame somebody for this. So I'm glad that you stepped forward. Thank you. Is he going to get the hammer? No, oh yeah, the hammer. <laughs> fuck. We, do, we don't need to talk about no, the hammer. No, it's stupid. Like, it's he's like, when I come down on you, it's gonna be like a hammer. So they Is refer to the hammer throughout the movie. Hammer? Yeah, and it's hilarious. But <laughs> so him and the kids, they make up. He looks out, and the lighthouse illuminates in broad daylight. Oh my God. Yeah. the lighthouse yeah. is working they, in the daytime. They had two shitty throwaway foreshadowing moments come to <laughs> fruition within the matter of two minutes. My beautiful smoking bomb body in the lighthouse. Her body is the bomb. That's what he should have said when he saw it light up. No, he should have said, yours, mine, and ours. <laughs> Nickelodeon. <laughs> Museum. He returns. They make Nickelodeon. up. Nickelodeon. <laughs> That's the, one of the studios. He returns. They make up. They get married again. Again. Mm-hmm. This time we actually get to see it in yeah. the movie. Yay. And guess what else happens again? Well, it's all right because it's coming strong. We got to get right back to where we started from. And that's Love it. That's good. for 90 other they, <laughs> they leave the outgoing message and it's a success. And yeah, that is literally the movie. Yeah, so that, really, yeah, it had nothing to do with the lighthouse. throwaway thing that comes to fruition. It's just... That Everything. was the A plot of the movie. It that had nothing the, to do with the lighthouse. They should have just said, you've the got entry. yours, mine, and ours. Uh, yeah. Leave just us say, you've got the Beardsleys. I'm not I'm saying the so? That would be a good <laughs> script change. You've got yours, mine, and ours. Leave a message, and it's like, beep. And, and then, then the movie ends, and it shows and the it's, title. Yeah, but then Rene Russo and Dennis Quaid have an argument in front of their kids about who's ours. Oh. <laughs> and then Rip Torn leaves a message. I'm at an ATM. <laughs> I need you guys to pick me up. <laughs> I got to bail me out. For some reason, I was convinced there'd be some sort of shitty post credit sequence with Mrs. Munyon doing something yeah. wacky. Like no, karaoke. Up with Rip Torn. Yeah, yeah. Masturbating. Uh, Mrs. Munyon. You feel so good inside, Mrs. Munyon. How and then God. David Keckner's oh. there and he's like, keep going. He's got a camcorder. You said you were only gonna suck his dick. <laughs> 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 okay. That is it for ninety under ninety. This movie feels a hell of a lot longer than ninety yes, minutes. Yes, it does. I kept checking. I thought it moved pretty quick, <laughs> but I did pause it seven times. Yeah, I had to split up my viewing between three sessions. Mm. Yeah, that's a Jeff long. sessions. Yeah. <laughs> I love the GOP. What? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's yours, mine, and ours. It's the the piece of shit remake. Clearly, we had nothing good to say watch about it. Watch the original, I guess. Go I watch the original, it. I guess, or watch any, probably half the other movies about this same type of plot. Rene Russo, if you're out there, I think you're talented. I, I think, think you got a real hot body. You're a national treasure. If you want to lay in bed with me again, and it won't get sexual, we can just talk. Yeah, I think you're a double-edged sword. You looked old when you were young, and now young that you look old that you're old. So I don't, I don't know. Rene. I loved you in Tin Cup. I uh, I <laughs> recognized you in Lethal Weapon 4. I was a big fan of you in Only God Forgives. Wait a minute. That no. was Kristen Stewart uh, yeah, Thomas. Scott Thomas. Scott Thomas. <laughs> Kristen Stewart. <yeah. laughs> uh? That's my Kristen Stewart. Uh? <laughs> 
Let's just see how much. Helicopters on the house. It's so it's got propellers and the house is flying away. Wilson does a show his face. She clearly says, Are you kids all right? Are you kids okay? Yeah, we're doing great. Right. It was so accurate. I let it go on because in my head, in the, it sounds so, so much like. Jethro Tull, right? Do you <laughs> yeah, anything with, with the flute. <laughs> Jethro Tull does the soundtrack to Monopoly for PS4. Oh, God. That's a deep cut. Uh, all right, so that's 90 Under 90 for this week. Uh, you can follow us and all that other shit. 90 Under 90 at gmail.com, at 90 Under 90 on Twitter. You can't find Dan, but you can find You can find, find the me. real GOP on Twitter. That's probably an not heard anymore. Of. And no, don't, don't go locked. to Wikipedia. Uh, <laughs> because uh, Mike has been changing Serpico. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go to the page for Serpico. That's another. Maybe we'll tell it another one. Yeah. All right. When we. When we yeah, anyway. Uh, so that's it for this week. I'm Jeremy Eden. I'm Dan Eden. I'm Mike Klepoff. That's a wrap. <laughs> <laughs>